The house was freezing, so I went to try to light up the fire. And that's when I noticed the smell. The firemen came and broke through the chimney top. And me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird. And instead, they pulled out my father. Us like that. So that this work? is Christmas. Ooh, you call me a ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one with the reindeers. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. First yeah. Jesus. Now this. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to a very special new episode of Fascinated with Films. Hello ho ho ho. Yes. I want to listen to the one where it's like, welcome to a totally mediocre random and un- yeah. un- uninspiring episode yeah. not a mediocre yeah. episode yeah. have a good day yeah. <laughs> movies they're good yeah. movies Watch are them. good we're out we're out <laughs> <laughs> yes this is a very special Christmas pod last year we did a very traditional Christmas pod so if you're into that very traditional type uh Christmas movies. Uh, go back to last week's Yeah, go pod. back to last week's yeah. pod. Jesus, we watch it already. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> uh, yeah. This one is going to be our non-traditional Christmas pod, which... <laughs> like, has nothing to do with Christmas? Or no. It's, it's, Christmas is whispered in the background. <laughs> it's the, the very least amount to do with Christmas than any other movie. it possibly there. could have. <laughs> but still have Christmas, Christmas in it. Yeah, so basically... There's a tree like, in the background, goddammit. Yeah, so, so basically movies that take place at Christmas, but are yeah. not Christmas movies. That are not, yeah, driven. Yeah. Not Christmas-driven, yeah. you know, but they do have... But you'll some see the people would argue and, that... There's a few on your list that, that people watch every Christmas. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And there's a couple that I don't. Like, we didn't add, just to give you an example of what we're talking about here, and I don't have it on the list, is uh, Godfather. Godfather's a very Christmas movie yeah. at the time. That's where huh. he was. He was in, uh, where was he? Like, Madison Square Garden when he heard about his dad being shot. Remember, he was off watching, uh, like, The Bells of St. Mary's with uh, Diane Keaton. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so and, it was pretty cool. Uh, was it Go? Yep, goes another great Christmas movie, which almost made the uh, pod. We're gonna maybe we're gonna wish we had put it on the pod. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was debated when we get to this one movie. We were debating to put it on or uh, leave it off and everything. And I still, my vote was cast for take it off. But I'm, I'm I, I argue to for, keep it on. I'm all one because I argument. watched it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I spent the time on it. I want to talk about it. Damn like, it! God damn it! I'm, yeah. I, I have to call this yeah. this two hours. Oh, yeah. and, and we knew it a half hour into it. We're like, this movie is not good. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, maybe this. Well, I was like, maybe there'll be a fantastic twist that they can't allude to, so it's muddling the plot line. And then, <laughs> and further we went along, we're like, nope, that's yeah. not happening. <laughs> All right, well, we're kind of speaking uh, crazy right now, but it's. <clears throat> A non-traditional pod for us is pretty good because we all kind of celebrate non-traditionally. Uh, we had very tra- traditional Christmases when Super we were younger. Uh, did you have a very traditional Christmas when you were younger? I mean, yeah, pretty much. What was a traditional Christmas at Justin's in house? The, in the Justin household. Um, yeah, like... <laughs> I, the I, old I, man got me a carton of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I watched and Silent Night, smoking. Deadly yeah, Night, right. smoked a menthol and yeah. went to bed. Yeah. Passed right um, over my breakfast club. Yeah, it's a pound of veal. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, I, my, my parents were divorced, uh, you know, by the time I was like five or six. So, okay, so you had that kind of... Yeah, it was the, the double Christmas. From one, uh, yeah, family. and I mean, I guess you could say that it was traditional. I mean, my mom and my brother and I would wake up and do Christmas, and then yeah. later on we'd go over and, uh, you know, do it at my dad's or whatever, but... 
as traditional as one could be. We went to church on Christmas Eve, oh, like, that's yeah, like uh, up <laughs> oh, until yeah, that wouldn't have flown uh, in the Dupree household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she dragged I mean, us to church enough. Right, yeah, I, and see, we went to church like. We went a couple Sundays a year, but we went Easter and Christmas Eve, you know. Um, and we would always go to Mr. Hans to go and yeah. eat dinner, and Mr. then we go. Yeah. a very Christmas story type Christmas. Yeah, for real, you know. <laughs> I will pay <laughs> you duck, extra to leave the, the head still on. Still has the, duck. the head on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we would get Peking duck while we were there. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's good stuff, man. Um, yeah, so, we yeah. had a we always had a very traditional because we lived up north, and a lot of times it was snowing, and uh, parents were living in a time period where they had a lot of money. And they were just spoiled. We were lower upper class, right? You know, I feel, yeah, <laughs> and we got. A I ton don't know. We, we were, were like, upper, we were middle upper middle class. Yeah, we were never lower class up north. No, I, lower upper class. You just said lower though. <laughs> we were, I don't think we were. I think upper it was like class, upper lower, lower middle <laughs> higher lower <laughs> class. Over under yeah. underdone. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> you over what, macho grande? Yeah, I'll, I'll never get over macho. We have clearance, Clarence. Yeah. But we all got like I think we there was three of us and we all got probably ten presents each and they were all like varying different uh, sizes and, and greatness. And yeah, much oh, to I Paul's, mean, much to Paul's nature, still he would he'd take a spot next to the radiator, like it would be like ten feet by three feet square, <laughs> and he'd line all his presents up. Oh yeah, by size. Them, oh, <laughs> by either expensiveness or importance, and he'd count them. I got 10. Yeah. I got 8 last year. Yeah. <laughs> he'd line them up and they would stay right there yeah. for like two for like weeks. Two, no, two days. Yeah. For about two days. <laughs> I wanted to move them. It was for two weeks. No, yeah. I, I wanted to move them into my room. And but then we went to grandma's. There. Yeah, we went to both grandparents and got presents. Well, mm. one came over the house. Grammy, yeah. Grandma Dupree always came to yeah. our house. Well, we went to them sometimes because remember they had the white Christmas tree? I yeah, well, that was presents. just before Christmas. That there. wasn't on Christmas. And then the, the Vecinos always had... The gift swap. Yeah, we had a rotating... Someone uh, dressed as Santa. Oh, nice. We had a rotating Christmas that was either at our house, at our Uncle Jack's house, or at our Aunt Diane's house, and we would kind of every year... I liked it when it was down the Cape. I liked it when it was at our house. (laughs) I didn't have to leave. It was so much better. But I wasn't driving as a kid. Yeah. But nowadays, I mean, I still get a tree, and me and my wife still do presents and stockings and stuff like that. So we kind of keep it. Yeah. Uh, we don't pretty do traditional presents. still. I mean, some years we do. Some we years don't do presents right now because I'm not working. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I, presents aren't on the uh, agenda this it's not year. On the agenda. Yeah. yeah. I had to quit my job. I'll give podcast. you all yeah. my love. Yeah. Prepare for this podcast all week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't work when I have this. <laughs> Well, good. Well, we will keep it very non-traditional. Like I said, some of these uh, movies that we've got on our list here, they'll jump right out at you, like immediately, like, oh, yeah, there's obviously this Christmas in there. I remember this Christmas being in there. And some of these, you're going to rack your brain. You're going to be like, really? There was Christmas? I guess they crossed by a tree at one yeah. point. <laughs> but technically, they were part of the non-traditional kind of Christmas uh, flicks. And it's got to be interesting to make that decision, you know. It goes with, like, any movie. You know, do we want to make this movie during Thanksgiving time yeah. or 4th yeah. of July or all these different things? You can get, you can get a response from the audience yeah. on a couple of them. I know that there was probably the reason why they yeah. did it. Well, it, yeah, nowadays... Sentimental or you want... Or there has to be... Well, nowadays it's a money marketing kind of thing too like we can release this november 30th right and we will make a lot of money because people are just dying to see things like that grinch the grinch is raking in money hand over fist Mm. right now and it's just because people are 
dying. People want to see Christmas movies at yeah. Christmas time. Ice Harvest, I didn't I don't, see on uh, No, because we did that on the uh, traditional Christmas. Oh, uh, did we? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of Christmas. Yeah. yeah. If I knew we were going to do a non-traditional one this year, I probably would have left it off the traditional one last yeah. year because that one does fall a little bit. Then, then again, there's a lot of Christmas in that one. There's a lot of yeah, Christmas. Yeah, with the Santa that. Claus. and. Uh, so and I'm that. so sorry. I have to totally sidebar this for just a second. Sidebar. One of my... F- do I have to go over there? Yeah, right? no. <laughs> <laughs> we sidebar with Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so this week... I, I, okay, so I've listened to all of our pods, which, by the way, go back and listen to last year's Christmas pod. It was a lot of fun. Um, I've listened to all of our pods, like, at least four or five times, to the point where this week... I went back and I was listening to the uh, like the water pod. I think it was like episode forty. Um, the maritime. Pod. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, do we do the elemental pod? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was really reaching that week. <laughs> I listened and I, I I still haven't gotten through it all. I've been listening to it on iTunes yeah. and in half speed. <laughs> oh my god, it's. Fucking hysterical! Like, yeah, that, folks, it, if you're not enjoying our pod, just slow it, it down. It on half speed. <laughs> it is amazing because it sounds to like we're you're all wasted, man. <laughs> and you like, got a fucking dork. You man. got a dart in your neck, man. <laughs> how, how long do you get through the pod like uh, that? Uh, no, I seriously, I've been listening to it for like three days now, and it's still the you same do drugs, pod. Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Only on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I listen to podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just had to mention that, and That's like, funny. it was. It's so funny. But yeah, go back. How do you listen. even switch it to half speed? On on iTunes, really? you can. You yeah, can. I, I listen to both. I listen. So I listen to the yeah, pod SoundCloud a minimum of twice do. a week. I usually listen to it on SoundCloud just because it. Yeah, it seems like it's less of a. Uh, uh, I have less problems <laughs> or less hangups. Uh huh. Yeah. Like well, I, and SoundCloud. I do. Well, I do. Where that. are we popular this week? I don't know. Uh, for that last, for the Rocky Pod, uh-huh. there was a lot. There's a bunch of different countries. Some some weeks we have a lot of listeners from uh, the state side, but some weeks, like the martial arts pod, it was like Cambodia and Vietnam. Hell and yeah, a bunch of different international like baby. We were international at this last week too. We got a lot of good uh, views on it. That's still our uh, our. One two Freddy's coming for you is at like three hundred and thirty five views or something. Is it really? That's awesome. <laughs> like, Heck yeah! I think it's like uh, I the think, same guy who listens. To yeah. every day. <laughs> no, but I me. think it is. I think it's on the SoundCloud. Uh, if you go to the SoundCloud profile, I think there's an option where I can put what I would think would be the most popular pod up top, so people could click on that. And uh-huh. for some reason, I think that might be up top. Oh, Maybe. I got it you. It isn't up top for me. Oh, really? When you go to the thing? It's in order. I, I kind of remember them giving me that option of which one you would pick. Yeah, it's an order. It's so, an order. Yeah. Yeah, on iTunes, it's all, at least on my phone, it's all out of order. Like It's all out of order? Yeah. On like, iTunes? Really? Yeah, That's weird. Yeah, but it's probably the way I have annoying. my phone set up. I don't deal with all that crap. But yeah, you want a good time? Slow, slow us down. Or <laughs> speed us up. We can do a whole chipmunk's Christmas. I know, right? Like all that, man. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, Justin. You're so <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I say we get all started here, and we can jump around like crazy. I say we just passed this. Uh, uh, last year, we did a cool, like, pull it out of a Santa's yeah, hat type thing. Right. I think this one will just... Did we, or we just tell people we did that? No, we no, did. we actually we did. did. I, you yeah. might have cheated a couple yeah. times. I might have cheated, like, yeah. I don't want to talk about yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. I think we're going to talk about them all anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, I think I'll just pass this list around. Everyone pick a pick something off the list, and then we'll cross it off, and uh, and then we'll continue. So Justin, why don't you right. pick something off our non-traditional list? Uh, pick a nice bright piece of coal out of that stocking. Let's see. Okay, well let's. Uh, I can only go one way on that list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Edward Scissorhands. Love it. Yeah, love a, Edward Scissorhands. You think Christmas when you think this, or is this one of those ones that kind of slips by? Uh, I think Christmas in the end. Yeah, because there's when he's you, doing the ice. Yeah. yeah. And, and Winona Riders dancing underneath it. And she's got it. that great line where she's like, uh, I don't think it ever snowed till he came down here. Oh, yeah. yeah when he was, right. she was an old woman at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. This was still, I wasn't, so Johnny Depp falls into two different categories. He me. was young in this movie. Yeah, very. Super young. W- one category is the Donnie Brasco, uh, the, yeah, yeah, the dramatic kind yeah. of. Black Mass. Yeah, yeah. Black Mass. Yeah. And all that's and usually really good. And then his goofy characters. And then there's his goofball one. Willy but Wonka this was, and the Mad Hatter I, I don't and think, uh, Edward Scissorhands. And I don't. I did not mind his goofball characters until the Willy Wonka or the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yeah. came out. About yeah, that time, I, I, I wasn't was a fan of that one. No, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't either. We I grew up with the original. It. I was saw a trailer. Good. And it I had like, good. It had good stuff, and then I thought the kids were less creepy and a little bit cooler. But his stuff was just strange, man. Like I loved him in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That oh, was yeah. another Great. one where he was a weird character but quirky enough. Yeah. yeah. But people forget how young he was in uh, in this movie. He was like twenty six in this movie. Yeah. And yeah. He was engaged to Winona Ryder. Was they he? Oh, was he really? I didn't know that. And they broke it off right yeah. afterwards. But uh, this is classic Tim Burton. This is one of my wife's uh, favorite movies of all time. And I mentioned, I think, in one other pod or maybe a couple times that we went to New York in 2010, January 2010. And we just happened to be in New York when Tim Burton randomly, he hasn't oh, done yeah. this before or since, shared his uh his sculpture collection and all oh, his yeah, art yeah, yeah, yeah. with the MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art, and they had a special exhibit. You had we, to pay a special price we to get up, in there. We went up that year, too. It was only two weeks, we though, didn't. and uh, they were, like, fanatic about, don't take pictures. They were screaming. We saw oh, yeah, screaming that, and yelling at people. That, yeah. But my girl ended up taking a whole bunch of pictures yeah. by, by her hip, by, like, yeah. hip side. <laughs> and so we got a bunch of pictures, but it was all, like, sculptures from Beetlejuice. I was just about and, to ask if they were in there. Sleepy Hollow. Does he commission that attacks. stuff, or he just... I think it was his stuff that he's done personally, oh, and personally, okay. and stuff that he's had commissioned, and stuff that's been used in the films. Oh wow! A lot, a lot of the stop motion, like uh, what about Nightmare the Jack, Be- like Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas, it had all Skel- the heads. Skellington. Uh, Jack Skellington. Yeah. Skellington. Skellington. Uh, yes, zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it had all his heads because they had that stop motion. You ever seen yeah, like yeah. the the box of oh, heads yeah, yeah. they have? Mm-hmm. So every like motion that Jack had on his uh, face, where he was doing like an face right and smile yeah. and everything they had to switch heads and everything yeah but that, that stop motion process oh my gosh dude <laughs> yeah that was the original idea for uh, murder farm yeah <laughs> <Stop motion>. <laughs> <laughs> take a picture it'll be ready in seven years yeah <laughs> that's the problem with that that shit takes oh, I'm so sure. long yeah because uh, <laughs> we gave up after two yeah <laughs> picked it back up after yeah. three <laughs> yeah because Nobody has a style probably more prominent than Tim Burton. We actually have another one of his movies on here, too. Because when you see Tim Burton, you think either really yeah. dark or you think pastels. I was going to say. You also think Danny Elfman, because Danny yep. Elfman has done all his music mm-hmm. My for favorite everything. part of this entire movie was the blown-out colorization. Oh, yeah, those towns. That's a was, Florida town, too. Yeah, was it? yeah uh, I looked up the locations. And, I uh, bet it was. So, yeah. Some <laughs> of it, obviously, some of it was on set in California, but... Uh, <laughs> For the sure. only thing they did with these cul-de-sac towns was paint them those colors, uh, obviously, and bring in the hedges yeah, <laughs> and everything. Yeah. But this was such a fun, fun movie, man. And it was weird. It was right up 
Tim Burton's Alley. This was kind of towards the beginning of his career. I think he, he had probably done Beetlejuice. He did Beetlejuice. He did Beetlejuice, and he had, done, uh, and he had done, obviously, Frank and Weenie is what started him off. And uh, what was... The beginning right? of the trailers. I Batman, 89 Batman, Batman was had already been done, so he was definitely popular. And this had a great cast of characters. You've got Johnny Depp. You had Diane Weist, who was always like, uh, if I... Uh, if I needed a second mother, I always thought yeah. Diane Weiss would be the perfect one. Yeah. She seemed like the sweetest she person. Yeah, she really does. Her she mom's plays crying in her little no, no. pillow. Right? Second yeah. mom. Yeah, <laughs> she oh. can cook when you don't one feel the, like it, mom. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the actors from our childhood transformed himself. Uh, who's Being the bad guy in this one? Who's this? Is the guy from? Uh, oh yeah, Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Oh yeah, that's this right. was we hadn't on seen him. Steroids. Yeah. I, 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 he disappeared. Yeah. He disappeared for the longest time. Yeah. And he watched he showed 16, up jacked. I watched Sixteen Candles yesterday. Yeah, and he is a scrawny, yeah. tiny little man. Yeah, and he was a weird science. I got weird science in there for you. Oh so nice. That's another one. His that's his class. When I think <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall, I think weird science. Kicked him in the family juice. In the juice. Uh, but yeah, he came, he came back, Jack, <laughs> which makes sense. You know, a lot of those actors who are kind of that either dorky or chubby, look at, uh, I think of the kid from uh, Jerry O'Connell. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you yeah, look at him yeah, from yeah, like yeah, Stand yeah. By Me and you yeah. look at him now, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he married Rebecca Romaine. Romaine? Stamos. Yeah. <laughs> you better drop that Stamos. Yeah. He ain't here no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> uh, neither of those guys age, though. So, <laughs> But. So what's uh, we don't really have to tell the premise of this. But what's some of our so favorite parts? Isn't isn't Vincent Price oh, his yeah. dad? Yeah, yeah. Or, or, he's the one so, who made him. Yeah, and so that's the other thing too. Now, like, how was it Pinocchio like that he Very came similar to be? To Pinocchio. Yeah, like, I, I get that. So he was an actual like puppet and came to life, or he was a child I don't with know no about hands. That. He, he did he did create him. Yeah, I mean he created him uh, from from the get go. So he was. Sort of Pinocchio slash Frankenstein ish. I like how innocent he was. He was very innocent. Yeah. He was very sweet, but the. Uh, Remember, he ended up having a heart attack before he finished his hands. Yes. Right, and he ended yeah. Up dying, and he was stuck up there. I could have solved until a bunch of his problems. All you needed, some printer. of those. All you needed is some of those rubber bands that they put on the lobster claws. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah right. Put a, or put little mittens on you, or a three D oh. printer, man, or three D printer. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nowadays, that's what they're using hands. too. And yet, I loved how Diane Weiss just showed up to sell Avon. Yeah, and, yeah. And walked in Avon the house, calling the attic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking you home with me. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? And, and the, I like Arkin. the gossipy neighbors. And oh, oh like yeah. And the... Kathy Baker was kind of the... Who was the, the heavy the slutty one? The Ambrosia the, salad. Uh, the girl from... Uh, the woman from Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men. Yeah, she yeah, was really she funny was awesome. in this. A uh, lot of really great character actors just came in this. Kathy Baker is the one I remember the most. Uh, cinematography was really good. Cinematography yeah. was phenomenal. The color... The palette, yeah. The palette was just really good. Yeah, when you think that kind of pastel type stuff... Like, you really, you could be looking at, you could watch a, you could throw any Tim Burton movie in there, and, and you recognize after oh, a while yeah. that it's a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, absolutely. Not only from the stars that he re- uses over and over again, but it's the Danny Elfman music, it's that pastel look. I mean, you watch Mar- any bit of Mars Attacks, or uh, uh, what was that big, it, was, it wasn't, uh, it's the one with Ethan Hawke. Oh. Uh, not Ethan Hawke, Ethan, uh, no, it's the guy from Trainspotting, what was his name? Uh, from Moulin Rouge. The, the guy from Star Wars? Star Wars, yeah. 
Now okay. it's, it's, it's losing my Ian, Ian McGregor. McGregor. Oh. He, remember the one with him and Albert Finney? No. It was called Big Something. <laughs> big Love? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I love yeah, that. It was a weird-ass yeah. town, it was weird, but they had, had the giant. Yeah, yeah, the giant from uh, House of a Thousand house Corpses was in it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was really good, but yeah, it, was it was also great. very was weird, weird and very Tim Burton. It's one of my favorite movies, being the fishing guy that I am. Wasn't Pleasantville really pastel, too? It was. My girl actually mentioned that when we were watching Edward Scissorhands the other day, but obviously it was and, uh, Tim Burton movie. What was your favorite Tim Burton movie? My favorite Tim Burton movie? Probably Beetlejuice. Probably Beetlejuice. Yeah. yeah. I love uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. No. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I, forget, I keep huge. forgetting it. Yeah. You did that. Until you watch it and then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is very Pee Wee's <laughs> Big Adventure. Oh, I'm really? still Where are they hosing him down? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a really good impression. Tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I watched him in a movie yesterday. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. What'd you watch? The. Uh, Revenge of the Ninja. Oh. I don't know why. Pee Wee Herman was in. Yeah. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman was in Revenge of the Ninja. <laughs> no, but the, the guy who was Francis. Oh, yeah. Was. I was gonna say I totally miss Pee Wee yeah. Herman. <laughs> so, what was your favorite kind of uh, scenes from Edward Scissorhands? I, I mean, honestly, it's got to be when he's uh, pruning the hedges. Yeah. Uh, um, it's weird when you think where it started. You know, he came down there. He started with the hedges. Yeah. Then he started with the animals. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he started the with the people. Yeah. <laughs> I liked him in the barber when he was in the salon. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I, the neighbors are my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, yeah. they the, really were weird. And how how thrilled they were when I I even mentioned this to they my turned wife. Turned on pretty damn. Oh, it's true. Fast. But yeah. I also mentioned to my wife. I said the way this is set up, the idea that he has scissors for ham is like inconsequential. You know, they would have flocked on that house just if anyone had come down oh, from yeah. that house. Oh yeah, Normal. absolutely. Yeah. They just wanted somebody new. They wanted someone to pine over. They wanted someone to cook for. Right. Remember they're feeding them. Try yeah, my the, ambrosia salad. The ambrosia salad, <laughs> yeah. Don't eat ambrosia oh. salad. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I don't think he I've had, ever had like it. he had like 70 or 80 lines through the whole movie. I mean, there were very few lines for Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. He usually said a couple lines here and there and everything. It was yeah. the first time we got to see uh, Winona Ryder Blonde, which was also kind that's of strange oh, yeah, to that's see. Right. Alan Arkin played the dad, who was great. I loved him trying to teach morality <laughs> yeah. to him at the yeah. kitchen table. And <laughs> yeah. It was just really, really fun, man. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is where uh, it's always a great kind of moment in a script, too, and it's been done several times in movies where they bring in a new character and introduce him to like 90% of the family and then the daughter comes home for Christmas uh-huh. and for some reason they have not told oh, her right. they have not told her that we've got somebody staying in she's your sleeping bed in her right. no, she's no he's already in the water bed yeah he's that's very, right very very yeah. quiet and when she turns around he starts moving yeah. first of all why'd you put him I was gonna say yeah. man that's uh, come on now yeah. give him the kids give him the boys room yeah. you know yeah. they weren't thinking but it did make for some great comedy yeah absolutely spurting water everywhere yeah, <laughs> yeah and I loved uh, we mentioned the progression of the the scissors i guess after the women's hair it, it did go to the ice sculpting uh thing too when he would do it, it even in the end of the movie he was up at the window doing right. his ice sculpture and it made the whole town snow i mean that's yeah. totally fairy tale yeah tim yeah. burton uh asked too and this is popular very, I, it was I a feel good movie too. oh yeah absolutely yeah, but I mean, it was also dramatic I mean, it, it was dramatic yeah. it was funny it was different you know yeah and it, it holds up different. holds up like crazy oh yeah like crazy good i haven't seen uh, it in years and I would imagine that kids still love that type of movie. Similar to like how Princess Bride holds up, you know? It's yeah. Any of those fantasy movies, they just transcend generation to generation. And it's kind of the perfect thing to introduce little kids into. So, parents out there, watch Edward Scissorhands. 
with your kids. <laughs> with your kids. The how more he, you know. How does, he, how does he go online on his cell phone? Yeah. <laughs> how does he go to the bathroom with yeah, Oh, God. <laughs> how does he jerk off? Whoa. We went from, it's a Christmas. We went from PG. I guess yeah. it is non-traditional. Yeah. <laughs> you got one shot at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Flashlights for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you got? Is that what's in that yeah. ghost? <laughs> All right, go ahead, Dave. What you got from um, that list? What's, what's striking you? Let's do 1941. Mm. Okay. Definitely a Christmas movie. Definitely a Christmas movie. I love this movie. This is one of my favorite movies. It's also the biggest flop that Steven Spielberg ever had. It's but unbelievable. I cannot believe it. When, it when you watch it, because it's so frigging good, so, and it stars so many famous people. It's so goddamn funny. If, there's like 20 famous people on this movie. I'm yeah. going to show you a picture. I, I watched it the other day, and I took a picture of somebody in the crowd at the end. And I've watched this movie probably thirty times, thirty if not forty times in my life, <laughs> and never seen this guy in the background. I'm, I'm that guy in the middle, halfway through it. Don't tell Dave, um, but you know, recognize who that is. I'm pretty sure I do. Let's see. Dave will recognize me. <laughs> David Duchovny. No, <laughs> I guess it was just me. Yeah. Oh, Bruce Willis. No, <laughs> it's Mickey oh, Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, totally. is it really? Yeah, I definitely did not. Yeah, I definitely did not realize that. Yeah, just Mickey Rourke in the background, just as an David extra. Duchovny is if it, you look at him far. Yeah, right. if you don't yeah. know. But <laughs> That's crazy. Pretty crazy, right? Huh. So let's let's rattle off some of the cast. What you got? Name name a few. Name a few. Uh, name Slim one. Pickens. <laughs> yeah, Slim Pickens. Slim John Pickens. Candy. John Candy. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Treat Williams. Treat Williams. Um, who's the? We got Murray Hamilton, who's, who's the, the, the mayor yang, from Jaws. Let me hear your guns. Yang, 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 That's uh, Warren Oates. Uh, Warren Oates yeah. from uh, he was the, the Uncle Hulk of Big Toe from, uh, yeah. from Strikes. <laughs> You've uh, got Tim Matheson. Yep. John Nancy. Belushi. John Belushi. Nancy. Yep. Nancy Allen. Allen. Uh, Who was the Eddie kid? Deason. He was kind of unknown. Which Bill, Bob, Bill, uh, Bobby DiCicco. He was from uh, Philadelphia Experiment. That's right. He was the one who disappeared hmm. on the ship. Oh, uh, who's the guy on the motorcycle? Uh, that was... Uh, John Landis. John Landis. Yeah. He oh, was wow. Filming, he was filming American Wolf in London yeah. while and the movie was being made. That's there. why that line where he says, hey, look, a baby wolf was especially yeah, yeah, yeah. funny because he was <laughs> he just came huh. over there from the set of uh, American Wolf in London to film that. No kidding. Uh, Robert <laughs> Stack awesome. playing yep. General St- Stilton. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You've got bodily uh, essence. Some of the old yeah, school guys on this. Uh, Christopher the, Lee played Christopher the Nazi. Lee? Wait, which the was sub? the one? Who was watching Dumbo? That was uh, Robert Stack. Robert Stack, yeah. Unsolved yeah. Mysteries. Yeah. Robert Stack or uh, Untouchables. Who was the guy that was trying to convince... Oh, um, the... the, the uh, Ned Beatty. The guy from How I Learned to Love the Bomb. Oh, that's Slim Pickens, isn't it? No. Oh, there's another one? The other... The guy that plays the Pink Panther, wasn't he on? No, he wasn't on this. Yeah, who, Peter who Jealous, was, no, he wasn't on this. Uh, okay. Who was the woman who got excited when she went into planes? Oh, that's oh, Nancy, Nancy Allen. Allen. It's so funny. Like, Wendy I don't Joe know. She's kind of too. a scream queen. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was from Carrie and uh, um, what but, was the other big horror movie? She was from... Uh, uh, Dress to Kill. Halloween. No, that's PJ Souls. She wasn't in Halloween? No, she wasn't in Halloween. I don't know. She always seems to play the role of like the pretty girl in yeah, these films. She had a but I run. I never thought she was pretty at all. No, like, I can't even. In stand that time period, though, her. she is very. I liked her. I suppose. I yeah. liked her. She was pretty in this movie. With she was pretty. This was probably the prettiest. Dresses and their like hair was wavy. This was probably the prettiest she was because I found her annoying as hell in Carrie. 
Uh, I, I was mean, waiting was for a, Carrie to kill her. She yeah. Was, <laughs> she was a straight up bitch. Yeah. yeah. She was. Uh, she was getting dressed to kill. But yeah, I'm with you. I didn't that find her all that kill. pretty either. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, no nice problem. try, no. Hollywood, but you failed. It's not very right. Christmas like, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're gorgeous, Nancy. Hey, non traditional. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this movie had an all star cast. They even got the original girl from Jaws who ran out yeah. Yeah. to do the, her oh. nude scene. I, yeah. The mother. The mother, oh yeah, baby's from, uh, wife uh, was three people from Jaws. From Jaws, you have the mayor, uh-huh, uh, yeah. who is Murray Hamilton, goes up in the Ferris yeah. wheel, right? Yeah, uh, you've got uh, Ned Beatty's wife, who is who is the mother, who is Elaine Brady, uh-huh. uh, um, Brody's Brady. uh, mom. Or oh, that's right, wife. yeah, yeah, and uh, act like his mom. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but then you have. Uh, what was the other one? The swimming, the swimming girl. The yeah, girl went yeah. Out and that was so funny too. Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. yeah. <laughs> Some of the best swing dancing I've ever oh, seen man. in a movie. They also had a couple great, like super small cameos that were on top of it. Like Joe Flattery was the one who controlled the. Uh, uh, he was the one from you know Happy Gilmore. Who kept going asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was yeah, the one who great. ran the. Uh, the swing contest. Oh, that's but right. But next to him was Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. Yep. Squiggy, and you remember, Squiggy was in it yep, too. Uh, uh, Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah. They were the ones on the top of the building that were like running the guns and they yep. ran it into the Santa Claus sign. <laughs> the, the strangest thing of that dance scene is the 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 guy you were talking about that was like asshole. Remember he had the mouse. Yeah, Joe Flattery had a mouse shoulder, on his shoulder on yeah. a chain. Huh. It wasn't even on a chain. I think it was just sitting there. I think it was just sitting on the shoulder. It was like no, they didn't mention it. They didn't mention it. No, the guy looked at it. The yeah, he looked at the guy it. looked at it a couple of times. Yeah. I own the LP. Didn't, that was a no. great fight scene. That's Man. what I was about to say. Because I think because you asked me. So basically, I'm like a little more than halfway through this movie right now. <laughs> We're gonna ruin it for it's you. Been, right? oh, ruin it, dude. Yeah. It's been a busy week, but. Uh, does, yeah, so the swing dance scene turns into the fight scene, Yeah, it's right? like in the dead middle of the movie. Yeah, yeah, and he's walking through with the big microphone, and he's, like, announcing to everybody yeah. all the people that are fighting and everything oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, this yeah, sale yeah, is yeah. fighting Marine. There's Marines fighting in the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really funny, See, my, my other favorite... Wow, well, I have so many favorite scenes. There is so many favorite Everything with Slim Pickens, yeah. especially when, when he's, like... They, that's one... <laughs> one American one box of Cracker Jacks. Yeah, yeah. And there's a the lot compass of those scenes inside. came from uh, Kubrick, from what I heard. They, he gave Spielberg the idea to the confusing Hollywood name to the Hollywood oh, yeah. thing. Uh-huh. We're Hollywood. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> Hollis Wood. Yeah. But he's cutting down the Christmas tree. Now, there was a That sec- was the director's cut. There's a director's that is cut. Not, that is not in the oh, really? iTunes version. Okay, oh, that's which the, is a real shame. It's so funny. In the one you got me, it's in He goes... Draws the axe back and the tree falls over because yeah. it's a bunch of like ninjas, like yeah, like undercover Chinese. Just the Nazi naval guys that went on. Uh, no, it on was land. Japanese. Yeah, the Japanese naval oh, yeah. guys that came off the submarine. Yeah, yeah. because they couldn't. And they were dressed. They, were. they already had lights on them. Remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of them did. <laughs> one of them yeah. had one was smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trees on fire. <laughs> that whole scene was cut from the. Uh, That's crazy. From the theatrical version and yeah, from the iTunes. that was really it was a long movie. So yeah, I own both versions just because of that because I. Oh really? Uh, see when I'm watching it at home, I want to watch that director's cut because there's some really great scenes. I must always choose the director's cut. You also o- forget about regular when you're rewatching yeah, it, it. You forget about how kind of uh, rapey Treat Williams was in that movie Kinda? towards that towards that blonde girl at the yeah. end. She they there's a shot that's out of a straight up horror movie where she's screaming for help, and they show the uh, the truck and her 
he drags her. You don't even see him, but you see her getting dragged under the truck, and she's screaming her head off like a serial killer is gonna. Uh, and nobody's doing uh, And it's just oh, a comedy, man. and everyone's thrilled and yeah. everything. And you could get away with a lot more. That scene with John Candy and Dan- oh, and, and uh, uh, the black Frank guy. McRae. That's, uh, Frank yeah. McRae. Uh, that's, yeah. That was a disturbing scene. Yeah. No. The, like, really, get to the back of the tank. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh well. No. Well, the one where he comes into the. Uh, where to the sleeping quarters or whatever. Oh, and he and, draws the line. And he draws the line and he keeps crossing it over yeah. and he like, you know, walks him like outside. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That's also, yeah. that's a director's cut scene also. Uh, man, that's that funny. scene is racist. No, as fuck. there's a great, there's a great scene where, uh, where John Kennedy gets, uh, the flower gets flour poured all over his face. And mm. then, uh, uh, Frank McCray. No, Frank no, McCray. Frank, he got the black guy gets flour on his face, face and they're laughing and at him. And John then... Candy gets like ash thrown on his face, so he's black. Uh-huh. And then Frank McCray with the white face keeps laughing and says, Get in the back of the tank. Yeah. <laughs> Which was really funny. But, but, yeah. but Dan Aykroyd gets whacked in the head and then goes nuts. Yeah. And they have him on top. Holy oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Oh, he puts the oranges yeah. in the nylon yeah. over Look, his head. I'm a little like, in Florida. <laughs> no, no, no. That's. That's something completely different. Is that a different movie? <laughs> no, that, 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 it's him like, I'm a bug. And he oh, starts yeah, yeah. making bug yeah, noises yeah, yeah. and everything. It was it was all over the place. But I appreciated that. There was literally like seven different things going on all the times in this movie. And they kept jumping around and everything. But it, from what I heard, it took like almost a full year to film. They were shutting down streets. People were... Uh, I think it took two weeks just to do that scene at the end where the house blew up. And they were taking bets... Uh, on the set if they were even going to film that day so it was it was kind of a little all over the place oh, and people wow. were behind and then it tanked and then it tanked it, it lost it lost uh it made five million dollars less i think it grossed five million dollars less than it cost to make it so oh, it was wow. it was probably his only movie that he ever lost, lost money on yeah. but but i love it and it's, and it's, it's one of his yeah in my opinion yeah I, unless you're a really deep deep fan of this this is still a movie i don't think a lot of people know about or watch <laughs> people they still make fun don't, of it doesn't on, don't movies get like second and fourth they had that great lives with all this streaming oh i'm sure yeah like you just sign a new deal once the old deal's up and yeah. it moves to another well they had that great line and, from uh from family oh, guy yeah, where yeah. he says steven spielberg with uh director of such classics as always in 1941 yeah <laughs> <laughs> which arguably is two yeah, like yeah. most unpopular I mean, movies i really liked always yeah, see, you're you're the guy. Yeah, but, and we're the guys who like 1941 because yeah. 1941 was so much damn fun. It the music—it's on... one of John Williams' best scores. I tell yeah. you, the, I have the LP for this, and the second side of the LP starts with the swing music. So I'm constantly oh, nice. just putting that on. Yeah, and I just love it. It was on cable a ton. Yeah, Growing back in the up, day, it was on cable was a lot. So that, that's how we watched it. And our <laughs> and our uh, I'm gonna steal yours anyways, dude. Yeah. My next. <laughs> I didn't put my X on. Yeah, he handed that list over to me, man, because I want to be able to check what's going on here all right we're crossing ones off here so that's 1941 definitely check it out it might be a little difficult to find but i'm telling you if you're into really grand movies and spielberg and just crazy cast and there man, was a christmas scene I, like those kids there was a good amount of christmas scenes I like when the bed fell through the oh roof. the bed fell through can we do that <laughs> you're ruining christmas <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite scene though when he's when he's lining up to oh, yeah, the yeah, sub yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, ned yeah. Beatty gets to finally use that gun at yeah. the end and so and the he, wife's yelling at him well don't you fire that gun in this house well, yeah. before that he's he's like lining it up and the oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the crosshairs are a good two and a half feet away from where the barrel of the gun is so he's got it lined up and the barrel's like pointing towards oh, the house oh shit and then his friend is looking at it 
And he's like, I don't think you're gonna hit him, Ward. <laughs> and then looks at the wife through the window and points at the like the, the gun and then points at her and then yeah. tells her to move over. Yeah. She starts freaking out and moving the lamps in the stuff <laughs> because she knows he's gonna shoot through the house and yeah. he destroys the house. Oh wow. Destroys he ends up shooting inside the house and that's what Dave was talking about. The the top floor fell down to the first floor and oh, the kids shit. I don't know who did it. They're Someone all did the stunt, man. Yeah, yeah. And the kids are like, That was fun, can we do that again? And it was just, oh, it was man. a mess, man, but it was so great of a film. All right. So let me see the list here, and I'm going to pick. There's a lot of good ones here. I'm going to go One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is a fantastic movie that had some great Christmas scenes, and a lot of people probably don't realize. Yeah, see, Um, I don't really remember much Christmas stuff from this. This was at the end when they had had taken over kind of the the asylum. Right. When had those two girls come in and party. Because remember, they were were putting garland on the other uh, people. Yeah. Remember, they were decorating one guy. They decorated Chief, didn't they? No. Uh, No, Chief, I don't think would have went for that, but they decorated kind of the, a lot of the people that didn't speak Uh and kind of were catatonic. Yeah. uh, Also, (laughs) Movie you probably couldn't pull off but this was a huge movie when we were growing up this was by the great ken kesey is the the writer of this of stars, who, yeah. who did uh electric kool-aid acid test the guy who wrote this basically started the acid movement in the 60s huh. uh and he wrote that electric kool-aid acid test which was about timothy leary and about the, those merry pranksters and uh you've heard about all the uh do you remember the acid test in the 60s where the, when mean, they first the discovered across america yeah well, and they would rent out uh, gymnasiums and they would give everyone acid and everyone in the gymnasium would just trip balls and then they would move to another city and they were introducing acid to everybody. And so King Kesey was right. It wasn't the book. illegal at that time. It wasn't they illegal. Were ma- they were making it. I really yeah. wish I was in one of those gymnasiums. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> There's stories know, that are uh, made. Not anymore, but back then, though. But Ken Casey was one of the major guys behind that. And this was a movie that, uh, a book that he had written that was super popular. He did too much acid uh, and he had to go to a mental <laughs> ward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this was a a huge book that became a huge movie especially once Jack Nicholson became involved in it and this was actually produced by Michael Douglas who won the who won the Oscar for it also a great huge cast man Uh, how about some of the people in this I mean Danny DeVito what is it I didn't know Danny DeVito was in it and he was really good yeah oh yeah he was he must have been 23 maybe 22 Brad Dorf Brad Dorf, one of the first things awesome. he ever did. I think it was one of those and introducing Brad Dorf at the beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. yeah. But at the end, do you remember his stuff at the end? Because he he was the stutterer, but he's also Brad he was Dorf. Billy, I think. Yeah, Brad Dorf. You know who Brad Dorf is. I'm he went on sure to be the voice of Chucky. Gra- graveyard shift. Uh, graveyard shift. Uh-huh. He, he's My always like Rat Terrier. <laughs> <laughs> you're throwing a random one out. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. Brad Dorf was also the doctor in Deadwood. I mean, he has been a uh, he was Worm Tongue in uh, Lord of the Rings. He's been a, look him a staple. I loved him in uh, Exodus Three. But when he was this movie, he was probably 18, if mm-hmm. not 19 years old, and he played the stuttering guy. Yep. And probably the most disturbing scene of the movie is yeah. at the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the end when he gets uh, Nurse Ratched comes in, who's beautifully played by one of the sweetest women who constantly plays one of the, the bitchiest women in Hollywood. I mean, her name became Sanat, like... Yeah. Oh yeah. No. And people used to call lexicon. people. Yeah. Nurse yeah, Ratched. Pe- nurse Ratched. Yeah. Uh, it's with a D. I've always think it's with a T. Oh really? Yeah. It's ratched. ratched. Yeah. Ratched. Mm. I always thought it was T for years. Yeah. I knew it. 
Uh, I didn't. <laughs> but remember, she went on to do Flowers in the Attic. She was the angry grandmother that grandma, kept all the yeah. kids in the attic, but yeah. she was also an invaders. From, Toby Hooper's invaders yeah. from Mars. She was the one that was eating the friggin' frog mm-hmm. in front of the kid. <laughs> so she went on to play some really crazy... Now, her, you might have to look up her name. I'm not sure what her name is. The guy, uh, I, I always forget his name, but he, he's the guy with the droopy face from Ghost. Yeah. Get off my train! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. yeah. kill for a smoke! The guy who played Cheswick, who was in, yeah. uh, who was in yeah. Deep Cover. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was the kind of fatter guy yeah, with yeah. the glasses who was kind of shy and everything, and they were making fun of him. He plays... Mm. He uh, was in something else I saw. Recently. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of different movies. He was really good in this. They That was what made this movie, is they found characters. Mm-hmm. They found oh, The guy from The Hills really... Have Eyes, if you ever want to try to yep. think of another uh, Michael movie Barryman. he's in. Mm-hmm. This is it. Weird Science, too. Weird Science. Yep. Uh, he was... Uh, if you looked weird... That this movie was kind of you were right at the top of the list <laughs> people because it was filled yeah. with a bunch of weird guys. The guy who played the chief, he was an unknown who came in there, and basically I had always had a crush on the the little Hispanic nurse Miss Snow. Well, yeah. I think yeah. she was like she was know. the one that discovered Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end, I, I think I started that scene talking about Brad Dorf. They end up, uh, just to jump ahead, because it's just basically kind of what's going on in a uh, mental institute at this time, and you've got Jack Nicholson there, who's not supposed to be there. He's yeah, trying he's to be... like, conned his way yeah, in Yeah, he's there. conned his way in to get yeah. out Did of jail. Did he really jail. Yeah, oh, yeah. con his way he, in Well, he, it was... Yeah, because it yeah. was either that or going to prison, yeah. and he thought, yeah. oh, well, I'll, you know, I'll get out of this, and I'll go and to a mental ward. at first, he was really telling trying. him, I'm not crazy. No, he kept trying to kind of I mean he play it off. He didn't want to go back to jail. He once didn't. once he realized that the mental ward was worse than jail, he was like, "Oh, uh, I don't need to be time, here. I'm he not crazy." But by that time he was showing kind of uh uh, moments of anger and everything, yeah. and he mm-hmm. didn't realize that that type of stuff could probably keep you in here too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. once he revealed his kind of, uh, <laughs> once he stole a fishing boat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he was pushing it, he was pushing the limits yeah. too. Yeah. In that final Christmas party that he oh, threw, yeah. he, he got the place. Scatman Crothers, got him some alcohol, got him drunk, got him to uh, give up his keys and bring some women into the uh, mm-hmm. thing, and yeah. uh, they broke into and, the pill. I think they fucked up the. Well, and they got Billy. Billy was the young stuttering kid that you felt bad for and he got him laid and that's what happened at the end when nurse ratchet and all the other people showed back up and they they saw that billy was in that room and she did one of the worst things uh to him said that uh you know this is something that maybe i can forgive but i just can't imagine what your mother's gonna say when i tell her yeah man he freaks out remember that's when he showed his chops you would imagine that this guy really had a stuttering issue because he was losing it on her to the point where you felt like just losing it on her yourself and uh he just kept begging, please, Nurse Ratchet, don't tell my mom, don't tell my mom. And then at the, uh, he went in the other room, and you hear that scream from that one mm-hmm. nurse, and you realize that he had broken a piece of glass and slit his, uh, yeah. slit his throat. Yeah. And when Jack Nicholson found that out, he jumped on Ms. Oh, Ratchet yeah. and choked her. He, he really looked, choked her to death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If oh, yeah. They and he looked like, yeah. as an actor, he was looking like he was choking but there was when you were watching it too you almost wanted him to do it Mm -hmm. that's how bad of a situation this was put in and some of the remember we didn't even mention christopher lloyd Uh, oh that's right because remember he was the one that was like egging her egging him on to to do it uh, at the at the end of the movie too who was this intelligently the one that spoke intelligently yeah yeah i don't know what he ended up he he had i've seen him before yeah he was 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 really good he was the one that was uh that he kept trying to kind of like challenge through the whole movie and everything but it was it was a 
It was a really and the intense Indian movie. Was good. The what? The guy that played the Indian. Oh, he was really good. Yeah. I mean, he was made for that role. If you oh, read yeah. that uh, uh, that book, and that's got him written all over it. Hmm. So yeah, and that had that really difficult scene that probably introduced us to the uh, shock shock treatment. therapy. I oh, think that man. was probably the first time any of us had ever seen that. Yeah, and I it mean, was disturbing, like where he was. Uh, he was even joking, like when they were putting the lubricant on his head, uh, a little dabble, do you? Yeah. And uh, then not until yeah. when they sh- hit that thing did he realize. Well, they but, gave him a lobotomy oof. at the Yeah, end. at the very end. I know. It, saw the little scar on yeah. his head, and I remember hearing about it. I remember mom telling me because they had done it to Rose Kennedy. Yeah. Remember? The lobo- she was, lobotomy? Yeah, she yeah. was really a fan of the Kennedys, and you know, that really disturbed her. I mean, if you think about the leaps and bounds oh, of... Yeah. of Mental health. They don't do this. that very often. I don't, I don't even know if, if they, they do, do it at all. all yeah, I mean, but this movie had so much, uh, such a wide range of emotion attached to it, where mm. it was a comedy, but it was also a drama. It oh, was yeah. also a tearjerker, and it was also, it, it right when you thought it was going to end, like super depressed with like, with the the Indian like literally holding Jack Nicholson's floppy ass head in his in his yeah. big hand and he's just kind of he's out there he's gone you yeah. can tell he's not there yeah. but then when you realize oh man the Indian's gonna take that water fountain he's yeah. gonna lift it up and he's gonna put it through that window and everyone's super excited when he does it turned out to be a kind of a happy ending for happy, something horrible yeah. you would never after, think after he smothered Jack Nicholson yeah. I mean on paper this seems like man this is going to depress the shit out of everyone right. this won a lot of Academy Awards oh, yeah. including the, I, I'm pretty sure it won Best Picture that year because Michael Douglas won the Oscar because the people that usually go up for Best Picture are the producers mm-hmm. Uh and uh, I remember Michael Douglas up there accepting the award and everything, and this was like the first big thing that he produced. So, yeah, One Flew the Cuckoo's Nest. If you haven't seen it, I mean, this is a classic that if you're into uh, films, you should definitely uh, check it out. All right, Our Jason. X's weren't enough. You had to put a line through. <laughs> it's easier to tell. All right. Um, let's. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do that other uh, Burton and go Batman Returns. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. this was a very Christmas movie. I, it always struck me as a Christmas movie because there was always a lot of uh, celebration going on for the holidays and uh, decorations and everything. So why don't you tell us? Well, Batman now, Returns, man. Are you a huge? Let's start. Were you a big not eighty nine Batman? The original. Oh yeah, with, with uh, uh, Jack Nicholson and Michael and Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah, Michael Keaton was the, he was our Batman. He was yeah. our Batman, and he was good compared to. So many others. I mean, I, obviously, I loved Adam West. That we grew up with Adam West. And Adam West was—he was good for television. This was a time we wanted a darker, yeah. kind of uh, yeah. Batman, and this was perfect for Tim Burton because he can do dark just as well as he can do light. Uh, everyone remembers the uh, Danny Elfman score, which was huge. Remember mm-hmm. how many albums that sold, oh, or, the, yeah, or the Prince uh, song, the yeah. Bat Dance. And, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was big, man. Vicky Vale, Michelle Vicky Pfeiffer. No, I, yeah. I think that was the first that one. That first one. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer was the best part. Selena, she was Selena Kyle, uh, who is Catwoman. Catwoman. The best. Yeah. I mean, I always loved I loved her in this Catwoman from the original Batman. Oh, which one? There was three of them. Um, uh, you have Earth Kit. Kit. Uh, I loved the, uh, the redhead one. Uh, damn. If you hadn't, if I hadn't been put on the spot, I could tell you uh, Lee Merriweather, Eartha Kitt. the redhead one? Uh, I think so. And there's one more uh, woman who played Batman, uh, Batcatwoman. There was always three of them uh, at that time. And there's been so many since then. But well, Yeah, I was saying Halle Berry had her own oh, Catwoman we, we movie. Don't, don't mention it. Michelle <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pfeiffer was great. In oh, you movie. want to really end good. this? Yeah. Little, little side note, but the Gotham 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the actress that yeah, got the to little play girl. the young yeah. looks just like Michelle Pfeiffer. She does. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. It's yeah. ridiculous. No, it is ridiculous. It's it like looks like she'll grow up her to kid. be Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, yeah. And you could tell that that's what they were trying to yeah, do. Yeah, I bet it, they it saw her nice. and they stopped. All right, we don't need to send yeah. all the other ones home. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember the uh, the opening of this movie is uh, is the Joker's kind of origin story where they uh, toss the baby in his bassinet yeah. in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Just toss him over. Do you remember who plays his penguin? Yeah, not the Joker. Penguin, yeah. Do you remember who plays his dad? Uh, I remember because you told me recently. Yeah. and it's Do you remember he, who plays oh, his dad who dumps him in the river? Yes, no. Maybe. Pee Wee Herman. Boom. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't yeah. ever realize Paul that Rubens. before. Yeah. Pee Wee Herman plays his dad in Gotham, too. That's true. That's really? interesting. Yep, I remember that. Pee Wee Herman plays the Penguin's dad in Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> I love these callbacks. Man. Yeah, right? Cool. And especially since everyone knows that of, of the DC Batman movies pre-Christopher uh, Nolan, there's been a bunch, and really it's only... There's only two of them that are really great. No one gives a shit about Batman or Robin or Batman Forever. Oh, no. They're really horrible. No, I mean, they are. It's almost the George Clooney Batman oh, was terrible. Yeah. The Val, Val Kilmer one terrible. was terrible. These two were the only great ones because yeah. Michael Keaton was kind of what kept it together. Yeah. Michael Goff was the an amazing Alfred in this Who's movie. He? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael Goff. He's from uh, Sleepy Hollow, man. Yeah. I loved Michael Goff in this. He was my favorite Alfred, I think, of any Do you Alfred. a picture of Michael Goff so I can at least wrap my head around this guy's face? You don't remember this? Movie? You don't remember uh, Batman I, Returns? I do remember it, but yeah. I don't remember. Offered uh, Christopher. Uh, no, what's his name? Uh, damn! Now it's losing me. Our guy from the Deer Hunter, Christopher Walken, was also the bad guy. I remember he played Max yeah, Shrek. Yeah. In this movie, and uh, he was great. That oh, wild yeah. ass white hair and everything, and yeah. he played like just he played kind of a Donald Trump type character. <laughs> yeah. Gotham, kind of that unredeeming. I will buy this town and people's loves, and I don't give a shit. Yeah. And just makes that deal with the penguin. Trying to see how a president acts like that? <laughs> Shit, yeah. <laughs> Meet me outside. Come on. Yeah, right. Catch me outside. Catch me outside. Is the no, and I'll tell you. Um, I remember you uh, might have been on the one of the Marvel pods, or, or else we were just talking about Michael Keaton. We had being a superhero bot before the Marvel pod. That's proper. I would love to have that rumor confirmed that Michael Keaton was going to come back to play the old Batman. That was only a, a wish. Oh, oh. it wasn't. It wasn't. Paul's well, yeah, fucking yeah. start that rumor, damn it! <laughs> yeah. Throw it on the it internet, should. do something because happen. that's brilliant, yeah. man. Like, to have Keaton play the older, uh, aged Batman, yeah. Because one of the best Batman stories of all times is Batman. Uh, the death of Batman. No, the. Uh, uh, damn, I can't remember the name. Yeah. It's not Batman Returns because that's what this is. I remember uh, the cover of of the comic book with Batman, like in the moonlight, down on in one the moonlight, uh, but he's down on one knee, like yeah. That that was this Batman. It was the uh, the Miller Batman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was really uh, he was really fantastic in this. I think this was kind of the start of what turned out to eventually be a mess with them introducing multiple uh, villains. In this one, it worked. I was I was completely fine with it. Oh yeah, having, the one with Mister Freeze. Oh god, yeah. it, was just, it was so <laughs> bad. Yeah, Buster fuck. Or yeah. even the one with Jim Carrey. And, well, that was the uh, same the, one. The Two Face. I thought Jim Carrey and Two Face were in one. I thought I thought Arnold was in the Poison Ivy one. Yeah, yeah I thought they were all in the same one. They were all no, so I, bad. I think, See how much of a yeah, mess yeah, it was. No, it was. It was, was bad. You, no, I think Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones were in one, and then Arnold and Uma Thurman were in the other. That's right. Yeah. And then Uma Thurman had Bane as her little pet yeah. in that one. Oh god, it was so bad. Yeah. 
Stick with Batman Returns. Yeah. Batman Returns, arguably, Batman Returns was not as good as the original. The Dark Knight, no, no, but it was still good. It was still it was good. still watchable it was and it was still, still enjoyable. Yeah, and again, you know, and it was like the the it lighting. got sillier. Is that the first time we saw the iconic car? No, the first one. The had first that one, car. yeah. And and for my uh, money, the '66 Batman uh, Batmobile and the '89 Batman uh, Batmobile were the two best. I love that Tim Burton Batmobile. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it yeah. looked amazing. Yeah. It could do all sorts of different shit. Yeah. I love in this where they uh, remember they took it over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penguin's men came. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. And did something to it so the penguin in his little like rocking. He had a yeah, miniature version of the Batmobile yeah. that, he, that he was in that he was controlling the actual Batmobile. Right. And Michael Keaton couldn't get aware of it until he found out the foreign uh, object detected. In right. The Batmobile. He had to pull it out and everything. So remember he had his army of penguins at yeah, one point. Yeah, those were great. They had like missiles. Missiles. On missiles on yeah. <laughs> it was the, fun. The, yeah. I I am not. A huge superhero movie fan, yeah. but I always liked Batman, and probably for guy self- money. Probably for the same reason that a lot of people don't like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any. Special I mean, he was a good fighter, and yeah. he had a ton of money. He didn't yeah. have any special powers, but he didn't. Yeah, he yeah. didn't have any special powers. He had to, you know. And most of the villains, for the most part, it turned out that eventually it didn't get that way. But for the for a while there, most of the villains didn't have special powers. They were yeah. just sadistic. Yeah. yeah. When you think the Riddler, he was just smart and did riddles. You had Catwoman, where they took it another. With the fact that she couldn't die in this was probably the most sensational thing mm-hmm. uh, part of it. If yeah. not the penguin living in the uh, sewer for his My entire cat life. My cats attack me all the time. I never get special powers. Do you remember <laughs> the, the scene in the movie where... Uh, walking through her out the window. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely. Mean, yeah. She tumbled to the ground, mm, man. Yeah. I love her like waking and the- up and coming back in the house and then furiously needing to make the suit. Yeah. You know, she had to make the suit and all the cats were coming to her. Pounds a gallon of milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are the cheesy lines that the penguin had in this movie. Like, yeah. uh, just the pussy I was looking for when, he, yeah. when she showed up. Sometimes, uh, somehow it's okay with Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> I like him in, I don't want to get too far aside. It's always sunny. Sunny and Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's so fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, the I like that. Call had, me Mantis. When he had the handgun and they kept like oh, wanting to hold the handgun. There's so many episodes with him in that handgun. <laughs> he's he's dude. funny in everything. I loved yeah. him in Taxi. I loved him in all, all that old school stuff he did. One of my favorite lines from Batman Returns with him is because remember that that he comes back. They they come up with this ruse that he's saving the uh, the mayor's kid when one of his men grabs it and jumps in the sewer and then he comes up with the with the baby in his yeah. hand. And everyone yeah. loves him so much that yeah. we want you to be mayor. Right. Yeah. And then he he comes <laughs> that up. How that works? Uh, he yeah. says he's talking about his parents to the press. He's like, I was their number one son and they treated me like number two. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's the funniest line I ever yeah. heard in my life. That number is so a Beavis and Butthead line. Yeah. <laughs> well, and remember he was just like eating raw fish raw out fish of a bucket. Yeah, like, he was like, oh, so gross. Oh, it was so nasty. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fun movie, though. Yeah, it was so really good. Check it out. What you got, Dave? Not as fun as Better Off Dead. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. I love Better Off Dead. <coughs> this is one of those movies that if you love 80s comedies... I obsessed about this movie for a long time. Uh, yeah, Better Off Dead better be on your list. I'm pretty sure I have that in there for you, too. Uh, it's it's not always an easy movie to find, but it, it's almost a companion piece with uh, One, one crazy, crazy Summer. summer. It's, mm-hmm. I was Lane Myers. I don't know if it's the same character. It's not the uh, same character. But he does the Shoop, draw. He still, dr- the he still draws. Uh-huh. He does both. still draw a little bit. Fuzzy bunnies. Uh, cute, cute fuzzy, fuzzy bunnies. bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> but Better but Off Dead I loved, man. And he, so he's obsessed with his girl, this teenage boy mm-hmm. played by uh, John, Cusack. John Cusack, who's kind of played this role a lot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so he's dating like 
He hated, the the, hated this movie. Did he? Absolutely hated it. Really? Won't watch it again. Really? Uh, but he was contractually involved to do One Crazy Summer, but he was not a... F- <laughs> him did and Savage One Crazy Steve, Summer? Well, him and Savage... I don't think he did either because he... He watched it, I think, with Savage Steve Holland, and he was like, what did you do? This, oh, shit. Um, this is a horrible movie and everything. But it became like one of the big cult favorites and everything. Yeah. So it's it's weird when you hear that, that some of the actors don't like one of the roles that everyone loves so much, too. It's it's funny, but... Uh, yeah. What else? What else? What other movie was like that? There was another movie where, the, where someone hated it. Well, this was a very distinct... Jaws 2. <laughs> Who hated it? Uh, Jaws? No. What's his name? The <laughs> oh, like my shark was. No, oh, Roy, 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 Roy Schneider. Roy yeah, Roy Schneider wasn't. A See, I was listening yet. to the Mirror Time pod. There's a lot of pod. those on there, man. There's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a lot of those movies out there. So you just kind of go, and he gave his all in it. But Savage Steve Holland obviously has a certain type of comedy. I mean, if you like this, you like. And what, at the Crazy time, Summer you didn't get it because you didn't have anything to. to Compare it to because right. he had this was one of the first things he did. Right? Similar to 1941, this was played at nauseum on cable, yeah, so yeah, we watched yeah. a mm-hmm. lot as as kids too. Uh-huh. But it, it's another movie that couldn't probably be done anymore because I mean, tell us what the meat well, of tries, this was about. So he literally just trying to kill himself because his girlfriend dumped because him. Because his girlfriend dumped him. Oh shit! Who's Tina from uh, uh, from, from uh, Nightmare on Elm, Elm Street? Elm Street. Yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, I I just like. I like the I like when he's trying to hang himself in the garage, and the oh, mother the comes in man. while she's vacuuming and knocks him off the stool. Oh shit! <laughs> that was a young girl from uh, True Grit. Yep, played his mom in this. That's she was right. also on. Uh, she was a couple famous. Uh, but the the so so he's <coughs> David Ogden Steers. He's the trying dad. to kill himself. The guy from um, the guy from uh, Moonlighting, n- n- Revenge of the Nerds, C- Curtis Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. Guy he's right. trying Black. to score Booger. drugs the yep. whole movie. Act X from uh, yeah. Crazy Summer. Yeah, he's exactly. trying to. He's trying to. Score drugs the whole entire movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. he snorts nasal spray? <laughs> you know where I can score some? The best line my friend and I used to, John Christian used to use this line, is uh, he's like, he's up top and, and uh, lame. He's trying to figure, he wants to ski. So that, so he figures if he can ski the It's K- a big ski movie, K- too. Yeah, you know? it is. He figures if he can ski the K-12, then he'll, against the guy that plays the all-American... Yeah, asshole. Asshole. Yeah. Beth took his girl... Took Beth away from him, and he's like, if I can beat him on skiing, right. you know, I'll win her back. Yeah. So he's up there, and, and his friend's like, got any advice for me? He's like, go that way real fast, yeah. and if something gets in your way, turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best advice ever. <laughs> That's fucking and he's like, great. But he's like, he's like, do you realize this, this mountain is pure snow? You realize this... Street, Street value of this mountain. Look, and he's snorting it. He's like, "Oh, I can't feel the left hand. I froze the left half of my brain. I can't feel my right arm." <laughs> Some of the weird little stuff in this, like the brother getting all the stuff out of the back. Oh of my, uh, god! Out of the back. How to pick of up the, trashy uh, women? Cereal <laughs> oh boxes. God. Remember? Yeah. Or even the mom cooking weird stuff. Remember the tentacles across the in plate? the back, or that like the uh, jelly with the raisins, it's got raisins in, it. in it. You I love raisins. raisins. Oh god! It's like an ambrosia salad or something. Yeah. It crawls across the plate. It just crawls across. But the, the funniest oh, part is when uh, it be it is the paper boy oh, kept showing up. Worth his money. His two weeks. You owe me two weeks. That's yeah. fourteen issues. That's yeah. two dollars. Yeah. Two dollars. And he takes the uh, the comb with the, the switchblade switch comb. comb. Yeah. As kids, we all had. We all. Oh had yeah, absolutely. Me too. And he's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then later on in the movie, they're like a bunch of paper boys chasing him, like when the movie's crescendoing. But my favorite part of this whole movie was he meets the French girl next door, oh. staying with Ricky. Everyone had a crush on this French girl. Which she was Ricky so was the. She went on to do uh, Herman's Head. That's right. She was the cute girl in Herman's Head. 
but uh, she's she's outside and she's throwing snowballs at the street sign and and uh, Kusek goes out to talk to her and he's like he's like this Ricky he is disgusting he puts his testicles all over me yeah, like, yeah. Know, how you say octopus he's like oh tentacles yeah oh, big difference big difference yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get my favorite car in the whole world oh. like the sixty seven or sixty nine Camaro. Camaro. Yeah. Like jet black. Yeah. Yeah, 69 Camaro. Because I had a 79 Camaro. Yeah, 10 69 years Camaro, jet black with like jet black, like uh, interior. Tint. Oh, yeah. Like leather, jet black. Leather great interior. collage of them fixing it up. Yeah. With the great 80s music. Yep. The the great stuff with the uh, the Asian guys who could only speak yeah. Howard Cosell that were it, racing them at, at the <laughs> streetlights. Yeah. And then the guy, the guy who worked at the hamburger joint, the guy from Porky's yeah, man. that he ran and knew. And then he had that weird thing with. Dottie was the singer. Dottie was the, no, that was from uh, Pee Wee Herman. That was Dottie. Uh, one crazy summer. You know she ended. Oh, up... Oh, was that one crazy? No, no. Wait, it was this? It was uh, this. Demi Moore was the singer. Of one yeah, crazy. Yeah. Summer. You know Dottie ended right. up um, doing like porn. being a contestant on The Voice like oh, two really? seasons I was like, ago. She's on porn. I'm looking her up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. Yeah. No. Uh, she on, and we're on back show? on The Voice. Really oh, well, that we could pull seen. up too. I'm sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, uh, that's uh, somebody. Showed I imagine it to me. she could sing. Cause that's probably why they put. It's it a great in there. song. It was yeah. a great scene and a great song. Yeah, I'll be better one of my my favorite Curtis Armstrong. That that <laughs> dance scene was one of my favorite things. Where uh, oh, Ricky, where Ricky entered the dance yeah. and the doors flew open. Oh, and he's standing there, and then he like he rocked it on the dance floor, yeah. but then belly flops on the ground. But <laughs> he was awesome in uh, Head of the Class. I've been watching him in oh, Head of the right. Class. And they crashed. They crashed the car. He's like, oh, they blew his the mother. Remember, he was gonna. He was going to kill himself by drinking the lighter gasoline. fluid or yeah, gasoline, gasoline, but then he got distracted and he put it down, yeah. and they had the mother over for dinner. Oh, and shit. She, she, like, she thought it was moonshine. She thought it was moonshine, and she drank it. Oh, and she's fuck. like, oh, this is great. She puts a cigarette in oh, her mouth and lights fuck. a cigarette, and then, but later on, he's like, sorry, I blew your It was mom like the next Ricky. take. It was yeah. like the very yeah. next yeah. take. Sorry, sorry, your mom blew up Ricky. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my favorite scene at that dance, though, is where... Uh, oh, he clears the... No, no, no. When... Uh, Oh, I know what you <laughs> When uh, the douchebag comes up yeah. to, uh, uh, comes up A- to, Ak- uh, Ak- not Ak- Ak- uh, <laughs> Curtis Armstrong and says, uh, making fun of John Cusick for having him as his date. And he says, she's pretty, she's cute, but make sure you, uh, uh, shave her close before you kiss her goodnight. And Curtis Armstrong laughs like it's the, it's the funniest thing uh-huh. that he's ever heard in his life. Uh-huh. And even in the next scene, Until like, like, like three minutes later, <laughs> yeah. he's dancing with Beth and uh-huh. you can see his face between them. And he's like, close, shave her close before you <laughs> yeah. He couldn't stop laughing. I've done that to people before when they've made bad jokes. I've just laughed my ass off so bad. You right. Know that it was intentional. Yeah, it was really funny. That's but the cool hilarious. thing about this movie is it all crescendoed. You had, you had the, you had the girl helping him learn how to ski. Uh-huh. You had the paper boys chasing him. He was running away from the paper boys, and he gets to the to the contest like late, and he loses a ski. So he has to ski one right. ski down this crazy ridiculous mountain. That yeah, nobody double black ski. diamond. Yeah. yeah, and and it's like it's the classic eighties tale. It's like. He finally gets a chance to win the girl back, but right. he didn't want to abandon the girl that he bonded with on right. the way there. So. For a second, though. Well, Beth, yeah, like, but, Beth, like, you really are the greatest at the very end yeah. and everything, and he hugs her or kisses her or something yeah. like that. And then you see the French girl walk away like she's real upset, but then he comes right after her yeah, and everything. Right. I think he made the right choice. Oh, God, she was clearly better than Beth anyways. Beth was, <laughs> she'd have dumped him next week. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is she way hotter, she knows how to fix anything on your car. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the scene with the teddy bear when he calls... He's already broken up oh, yeah, with her, yeah, that's but funny. he gives her a Christmas present, and this is where the Christmas part. 
And he calls her up and, and he's like, she's telling him about the teddy bear that the asshole gave her. And it's like the size of her. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was going to, hadn't sent her her present yet. And it was like the tiny little. To the point bear. where it's, he, he puts it at the end of his yeah, cigarette while, while he's, he's in like, the garage. Like trying to kill himself, <laughs> oh, starting God. the engine. Oh. Then he it, drives backwards into the brand. Right new, after his dad uh, just fixed door. it. Because you could see the paper boy. He had to rush to get outside every day. Because uh-huh. the paper boy would throw the papers and it smashed <laughs> out like all his garage oh, door shit. windows, like yeah. one after oh. another. And there was one left. Yeah. And they did the monster montage where they paper boy you see the bike tires going yeah and then you see him rushing out to get outside yeah and then he's pushing the button on yeah. the garage and they won't go up quick enough and the paper boy's still coming yeah. I, it was a great movie man. every yeah. scene every scene uh, in this how he doesn't like good. this movie mm-hmm. is beyond me he, he went he through a whole different experience than to we be, did also you know yeah i mean he probably wanted to be shown as a smarter character well that was what it was too because he was he known, went on to do high fidelity and he went yeah on to do, but at this time he had only done like 16 candles and those types of like co-star roles like way way in deep the in the background so he wanted to kind of establish himself as a real actor and i think that it, it turned out silly sillier than he thought it was going to be but also whenever i hear people say that they did not have a good time on things i was listening to a pod the other day uh where they were talking Three's Company. I mean, the director which, might have been an asshole. Where man. they were talking Three's Company, and Three's Company is one of my favorite. Three's Company and Married with Children are my two favorite tel- television shows ever. I've seen every episode. I could tell you about every episode. And uh, I was listening to Tell em Steve, Dave, and they're familiar with uh, Priscilla Barnes, who played Terry mm-hmm. on it, because she was in Mallrats. She played the woman with the three nipples yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. Apparently, she's really a character. Like, she's kind of out there, like a little uh, wild. I didn't like and, her. Uh, I loved her. I thought she was great on the show. She was she, my least favorite uh, character. I liked her, but... Uh, she hates that show and she'll shit on it any day really? chance she gets. Really? And the reason for that is because, uh, and it was all the behind the scenes stuff because remember Chrissy had left and been in a big yeah, stink and they yeah, were bringing yeah. different people in and apparently when she got on the set, you could tell you've walked into this shit drama show yeah. that you're not sure you want to be a part of. I mean, Jack uh, Tripper, I mean, uh, what's his name? What's his real name? John Ritter. John Ritter was... He was probably one of the highest paid actors at he the He was, time. and that was the problem. That like it, a million, He might have been one of the first to get like a million dollars yeah. an episode no, or something. I, I don't think it ever got that high for him, but the, at that time, like $100,000 yeah, was compared like to like 5000 yeah. for the other actors. Yeah, he never right. if you're If you're just... How pissed are those actors? Are like, man, if we got those, like that big bang theory, each of those get like a 1.2 per yeah. episode. But oh, you know yeah. what? I heard a story, and you can probably back this up. It might not even be big bang theory, but there was one where... The actors lobbied and said, that "We all want to yeah. get paid the same." Yeah, that was it. They were because paying, they were going to pay. They were going to pay the girl from Penny and the girl from uh, like three hundred grand compared to Less. a million. I was like, "That is bullshit, yeah. man. That is absolute bullshit." Yeah, those guys. That is an ensemble. You guys should be getting paid the same. Like friends, you uh, can't have friends be. Well, that's friends probably I, that might have been that might equally. have been where it started. Yeah, too is when people were like, "We want to get paid what we're worth and yeah. what." Because Seinfeld the, too. Seinfeld too. The yeah. the networks make a lot of money off these people. You know, it's got to go someplace. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's a that's a crazy rant. So we'll get off that. <laughs> <laughs> that was just oh yeah, that started because actors who may not hated their product the afterwards. Yeah, the set conditions probably fucks up a lot of things. For and people. and that's something you don't know about as a watcher of or yeah. enjoyer of. Because I've also I'll heard tell cases, you what, it only takes one person. And we had a movie. I won't say his name, but. It was me. If we hadn't, it wasn't you. If, if we had <laughs> nipped it, threshold, if it, was we had, <laughs> it was probably threshold, and it started from on the f- verse, very first day. What was this actor being an asshole? Oh, I was just joking. <laughs> that no, it was one of our no, I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm talking oh, I know about what one you're of talking our about. Movies. You showed he, up. 
It it turned out all right. It turned out all right. He 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 kind of mellowed out. I called his bluff. I, mm. I said, you know, you if you don't do what we tell you to do, you can't be in our movie. He tested me a couple times too, but he realized that hey, I'm gonna, I've, we're all in the same boat. You can't here. change your wardrobe. <laughs> At that point, that was so small to uh, my my issues. Yeah, <laughs> that it was like whatever. Uh, but yeah, you never know. All right, let's get back into the non-traditional Christmas. We did film in the winter. Well, I was going to say, it wasn't Project Threshold non-traditional Christmas movie? It wasn't Christmas, was it? Hmm. We should have made it Christmas. Wasn't cheek- it is now. Wasn't Cheek doing <laughs> heroin during Christmas? All we got to do is digitally put in a Christmas tree into the subject's quarters, and, and <laughs> it'll be fine. Done. <laughs> All right, this next movie, and I'm going to pick this sucker because I'm probably the most familiar with it of the group here, is 29th Street. 29th Street was a phenomenal movie. And yeah. It's a very difficult movie to find, and maybe there's versions on the crappy versions on YouTube. And I highly suggest this should be played just as much as every other Christmas movie mm-hmm. at Christmas time. It makes no sense how this movie is not super super popular at Christmas time because it is certainly is with me, and I've loved this movie since the day I saw it, and then I uh, had it on VHS for the longest time, and now it's impossible to get on DVD. So I wish, I, wish I still had it. Based on a true story. So tell the story. Tell I'll tell the story because it's basically where that's where the, the story is the, the movie. The, the story is the movie. Now, there's an, there's an actor named Frank Pesh, and I've told this story, I think, one other time in, yeah. uh, in one of the earlier pods, too, but I'm not sure what pod it was. It was on, like, a rant of some sort. Yeah. We never it was had in, this. It was in the 20s. Yeah. I know that. It was never... Was he on uh, Splash or Bruce's Million, the one of those? <laughs> Maybe. But it, it never had its own due uh, for a picture. But... It's about the actor Frank Pesh, and a lot of people know Frank Pesh. He's an, uh, he's from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. He was in Midnight Run. Beverly Hills Cop. He was the guy in the back of the uh, cigarette truck. Yeah. Not the one who was driving it, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. other one. He ended up showing up in uh, yeah. uh, back uh, or Beverly Hills Cop Two. He's like, mm-hmm. that guy's a cop. That's- I know he's a cop. <laughs> uh, but he was also uh, the one that Marvin had uh, handcuffed to, to the, the to the radiator in uh, Midnight Run. So this story is about him. But he doesn't, and he's in the movie, but he doesn't play himself. He plays his, his brother, brother, which is very interesting. And uh, just because I can understand his acting chops weren't, he was a character actor. He's, his acting chops, even though he's a he great actor. He wasn't a leading man. He was great in this movie as he his brother. Good. He was really, really he great. He needed somebody to carry that But movie. the person who played him was Anthony LaPaglia, who was, was very famous great. back in the day. And he was on uh, that uh, Without a Trace show for the longest time. But I loved him in uh, So I Married an Axe Murder. It was yeah. probably one of my favorites. Yeah, he's or, great. Or Innocent yeah. Blood. He was yeah. great in Innocent Blood. You'll know Anthony LaPaglia when you see him. But, uh, <laughs> so I married an expert. So Can you just yell at me one time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hang from that little thing at the bottom of the helicopter. You know that thing? Yeah, I know that thing. <laughs> Anyways, so Frank Pesh, and this goes through his, his life from when he was young and he lived in this big Italian family and he always he always looked at it as a curse but was actually a gift was he was super super lucky at right. all times at everything and they they went through the movie and they showed key points in his life where that luck was a major factor right uh, and when it was kind of a curse there was a one point where it was a curse where they were him and his family were gonna him and his father and his brother were gonna do insurance fraud on a car. They were gonna drive over state lines, dump it in the woods and everything, and they were gonna co- collect the money. Mm-hmm. But they uh, they brought Anthony uh, Lapaglia. They brought the Fang Pesh character around with him because he's so lucky. The car kept coming back to him. We <laughs> <laughs> like, shouldn't have brought you and everything. Yeah. But another thing, he was dating this. Uh, he girl. was dating this Puerto Rican girl, and it was like uh, kind of a faux pas at the time to be dating. Uh, well, New York. He was, was, he was very Italian. Neighbor- 
neighborhood class. Yeah, he right. was an Italian girl dating a Puerto Rican girl. So he brought her home from a date one night, and her brother stabbed him in the stomach with a spring. From a mattress. Uh, from oh, a mattress. Fuck. He, like, straightened a part of it and then the rest of it. So when, he, shift, he, when he looked down, it was just a spring on his stomach. You're yeah. like, what the hell? So he gets brought into the hospital, and he almost uh, dies from that. But when they're in there fixing him, they realize that he's got a tumor in there that if he hadn't have been stabbed, they wouldn't have found the tumor, and yeah. he would have died. It would have spread. So, so, so they take the tumor out and everything. Yeah. So, uh, was a, yeah. so what's now is the uh, he also gets out of uh, out of the military, <laughs> which was really funny. Uh-huh. There's a scene where he goes in there and he's kind of dim. In uh, I guess in maybe when he was younger, I didn't get that impression that him as that actor we've yeah, seen yeah. in other, those other movies that he's like that. But he went in there, or or he's the smartest person in the world. So he's going into the draft board to uh, to take his exam, uh-huh. and uh, at first he raises his hand. He says, "I don't think we should be uh, taking an exam. We haven't had chances to study for it." And the guy's like, "This is a damn urine examination, boy." Uh, and then he goes into the next room to do the eye chart. And when mm. they ask him to read the top line, instead of reading each letter, he reads them all as one. He says, Tagglethop. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what are you reading? And he, and he just goes back and forth. Where he's, So they give him like a section eight where they're not going to take him into the military. Right. And the, the group that he was going in with were all killed oh, wow. in Vietnam. So he, his life was saved then. Jesus. So now the real meat of the movie comes up. And, it's the, and this is the true story of the very first New York State lottery. Right. So the New York State lottery is... Is coming to town right at Christmas time. Everyone's going furious. Danny Aiello plays the dad. We haven't mentioned him yet. And uh, he's got some moral uh, downfalls. Yeah. Well, he's a, <laughs> he's got gambling issues and everything. And he ends up buying like. 50 to 100 tickets. <laughs> yeah. Anthony LaPaglia buys one. And the way the uh, this New York State lottery went is I, if you you were first going to be a finalist. There was rounds. Yeah, yeah. there was rounds at this like time. So they picked 50 yeah. people that would go for that $1 million uh, prize. Right. And uh, obviously he has the one of the 50. Yeah. He, he knows it. Everyone knows it. Right. Uh, he bought one ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got 8 million tickets yeah, in my know, right? bedroom right now. I got now. a new yeah. box full of tickets <laughs> yeah. there. You buy one oh, ticket. God. Well, what happens is everyone in town, <clears throat> so there's, there's a good 10, 15, maybe even 30 days before that next drawing happens. Yeah. And so he's almost a superstar yeah. in town. And no so everyone surprised. knows how lucky he is. Yeah. To the point where people are like, you want to sell that ticket? Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, I don't think I will. His father gets in some crazy, crazy gambling debt. Yeah. And, uh, the mobsters are like, yeah. you know how you're getting out of this, right? Yeah. You're giving, us that, him away you're giving us that ticket, Jeez. and he ends up. Uh, and I, I'm you gonna think? spoil. I'm gonna spoil. Yeah, it. Yeah. I'm gonna spoil it here. Uh, so if you don't want to hear this, jump forward about uh, four minutes. Uh, so he thinks he gives it away to one of the mobsters. Right. He, he shows up. He says, "I want my debts, my dad's debt uh, clear and everything." And he has a, like a scream out fight with his dad and everything. And then gives up the ticket uh, to save him. And he gets back to the house, and everyone's there's a whole party going on, and they were like, uh, because the the drawing happened when the ticket wasn't in his hand, he won. Yeah. He won the New York first New York State lottery, but he doesn't have the ticket anymore. So he goes home, and now he's getting that uncomfortable situation where his Parents and every all of his friends are at the house celebrating. Because waiting he won, for him, waiting yeah. for him to show up, and he's got to walk in there and say, "I gave the ticket away yeah. to save uh, to save Dad yeah. and everything," which might have gone honorably, but still, these guys are very happy for him. So the second he walks in the house, everyone's congratulating him, they're hugging him, they're loving the hell out of him. Yeah. And he's taking You're, his dad. He has to take his dad aside, and he said, "Dad, I don't have the tickets. I had to take it away." And he's he's fucking with him at first. He's like, "Did you give the ticket away? Did you yeah. did you give the ticket away?" He's like, "Dad, why do you keep saying that?" Yeah. He's like. And then the guy he gave the ticket to 
is like right behind Danny Aiello. Mm. He said, this guy here, he's a friend of mine. And he heard what you were going to do. And he, he knew that you, that would be a mistake. So you gave that ticket back to yourself. And he holds it up. And he says, he says we got the ticket. Yeah. Uh, and it was just everyone's happy and thrilled and yeah. everything. What year was this? This must have been 90. No, this must have been, it could be 89 or 90. 90 Not the movie, but 91. the actual. 91. Oh, that new, first New York Street lottery? Yeah. Damn. It must have been the 80s. It probably early age. Justin might be a little I just remember it was a lot of money for back <clears> then. It was like a million dollars. Super Christmas movie. Super fun. Like I said, this movie Italian should, family. Lots God, of kind of like... This movie is so fucking good, and it's a shame because I want to own it, and I'm going to have to pay $50 to fucking get it. Yeah. Uh, but I will because it's so great of a movie. I would watch this every Christmas. This should be on... Right before I came here, I watched like a little of Miracle on 34th Street. It was on the, TV. I was like, this should be that movie. The running joke is the Danny Aiello character... He couldn't make pizza. <laughs> that was your biggest problem with the movie? He's an Italian guy in his 50s. This movie is bullshit. <laughs> and he makes pizza that's horrible. Pizza's three things. Cheese, bread, and sauce. Yeah. yeah. And if you're an Italian male in your 50s. It was the sauce, though. No, it was the, uh, the, the dough. If you can't make homemade dough, though. We take it for granted. We go to the grocery store and buy I mean, dough now. Anybody can make homemade dough if yeah. you just take your time. Uh, I'm sorry, first Danny. New, I still believe in you. The first New York lottery was in 1960. Didn't he own a pizza restaurant in uh, the Spike Lee movie? Do the right thing. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Sal! I'm with you. Danny, you're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I watched you make calling pizza. you out right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to move on. To Gremlins. Yes. Yeah. This is one of those <laughs> this movies. This is a very Christmas This was movie. one of those movies, like you said, definitely non traditional, but has become so in the modern age for sure. There's two, I think. Oh, yeah. That one on the top of that list and then the and Gremlins are the two I think of. Not as much as that second one, but it, it for me it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's talk Gremlins, man. Yeah, absolutely. Did you like those little guys? Oh, Let's my give gosh. Joe Dante some more love because we don't suck his dick enough. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to all these episodes, you really, you can tell that we are huge Joe Dante fans. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those people that you don't realize until you start talking about all these movies that you are such a yeah. Joe Dante fan. Also, John Landis. Movies. John Landis is yeah. another one that yeah. gets a lot of love. On they made great movies. Yeah. They did. And the great thing is... But they're not flashy, you know? They're not. And John Carpenter, yeah. And this is definitely. I'm going to say this statement, but it's not a true statement. But I'm going to say it anyways. A lot of bullshit. I, a lot of ideas. <laughs> like they hadn't pushed the limit of movies. Like they, they, it seems like film then once once they started learning the craft. Yeah. So the Joe 80s, Dante is from the Roger Corman school. Yeah, and they just had an infinite number of ideas to do things. I mean, yeah. ideas are infinite anyway, so. That's not a true statement. They, you, they weren't worried about remaking shit. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, right. it seems like when it, someone comes out with an original idea now, it stands the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But back then, it was like, oh, these little creatures, you put water on them and they turn it yeah. off. Yeah. Of course. Don't feed them after <laughs> like, midnight. I guarantee they're trying to work a remake into that right I know now. they are. Know and they it are. sucks. Because it's they, a money game. You know? It's a that's, money game. Now, that's a problem when you put accountants. All they think of is everyone that saw the original will see this and yeah. they will bring And they'll their take kids. their kids. Right, yeah. And this well, is what I grew up with. And it'll suck because they won't be puppets like they were. It'll be digital. They won't all digital. They won't get Dante to come back to it. Uh, you just can't redo that. What's interesting about this movie, and it, Joe Dante was in a very similar boat in Gremlins that Toby Hooper was in Poltergeist. He had a very strong producer that was 
part of this with him that his ideas blended in almost more than uh, Joe Dante's did, uh-huh. and that's Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that happens when you you take on Spielberg as a producer. It becomes right. partially you give a, up partially a Spielberg. You give up movie. some control. That family, if not. That, but to have control. your name put next. Yeah, to Spielberg, I mean, this, I mean, it's the, like, the okay. weird creatures and everything, and everything weird in this movie is very Joe Dante. But everything family oriented is very yeah. Spielberg. Yeah, like yeah. The town sure. But he's good at that everything. shit. He is man. good. That's, he, you know, if he wasn't no, good at it, I wouldn't have a problem with. I have no problem with them blending those so, two styles together they which, probably should be doing that more which one of them filmed the scene about the dad being getting stuck in the oh, chimney that's Joe Dante right? talk oh, about this <laughs> <laughs> talk about a scene killing oh, buzzkill right? and we just talked was about that Phoebe that. Cates Phoebe yeah. Cates yeah. great oh, Phoebe she was cute Zach Galligan I love Zach Galligan in this movie you had uh, who else was the great the father this, uh, was great uh, the mother one of the Corys Corey like, Feldman uh, was great in this movie oh yeah Dick Miller Dick Miller obviously was in this movie I loved his uh, orange juice machine. Oh, yeah. yeah the orange juice. Or the coffee when it comes out like freaking yeah. lead. Yeah. <laughs> also, I liked the uh, the original, Gizmo's original owner. Yeah. You know, yeah. he was Who was great. funny, man. Yeah, he yeah. was great. He was really great. I was really, really sick when this movie came out on video. I remember it was one of the times I had been in the hospital and I'd come out and Did had you really parlay bad, it into getting really this for bad free? asthma. Yeah. No, I just remember dad coming home with uh, with Starbursts and Gremlins. And I was I'm sick. Uh, Starbursts and Gremlins. No, this was like this Put was one of the times where I was almost close to death sick. Oh, wow. I, I remember, I remember going really, to the really hospital bad. playing cards with you. Yeah, me and John this Christian. was one of those times where I had just gone out. So, oxygen uh, tent. Uh, yeah, I think it was that time when it was like the oxygen tent. So, uh, I loved this movie when it first came out. It was had that. I was watching it the other day, and if you watch the scene where they hatch upstairs, and he has to call his mom and tells them they're upstairs and they're hatched. Yeah. And the next scene is a straight up horror movie. Oh Of yeah. her walking through with when she first puts one in the microwave, and then oh, she's yeah. walking in the she living room, and you see the eyes glowing in the tree, and it attacks her, and she yeah. swing that friggin' uh, yeah. knife at him. This was a straight up horror movie at that point. Uh, yeah. Uh, but there were times, obviously. I mean, the end shit was with with Spike with yeah, the when chainsaw, he went into the, or yeah, he went into the yeah. water, went into the. Into the sporting into goods the, store. Oh yeah, yeah, when he went into the pool, yeah, into he the jumped fountain. in, and oh, and he was melting. The, oh, that was great. Well, and the whole pool started bubbling, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. yeah. And oh, when they were man. all over town, I loved it when they were caroling. Yeah. And everything. Remember one crazy. of the uh, remember yeah. Mike? There was a bunch of Easter eggs. There was a bunch of really cool. Easter well, yeah. remember Mike from uh, Breaking Bad and uh, Better Call Saul was one of the deputies that was uh, when uh, he brought Gizmo to the. Uh, to the cops, uh, to the police station, and uh-huh. told him what was going on. And we were like, let me get this. Little green men are coming alive and everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Mike, uh, Jonathan, did, I can't remember. Did you show me or did Jonathan I show Banks. you that Key and Peel one when they're. Oh, yeah, you should. Oh, that gosh. was for number two. When they're coming up. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> hey, I still recommend everyone checking up Key and Peele Gremlins 2 yeah. Yeah. on YouTube. It's, it's pro- in the movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> I say that all the time now to my yeah. girl and to you. It's in the movie. This one turns yeah. into electricity. It's yeah. in the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I, think, uh, I think my favorite uh, death in this movie is the old lady oh, in the wow. chair? That's Flo yeah. from oh, Alice. My. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh no, kidding. Hell yeah. yeah. She oh, was in the wow. wheelchair that goes up the stairs. Yeah, and, and they like, like hyper speed it, like uh, ludicrous speed yeah. it. Like. How evil uh, she was when she went, showed up at the bank. Oh yeah. So oh, your, yeah. Your dog will die a slow death. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, oh God. shit. Oh, we should be mean to the guys out front. Uh, she got what she deserved. Didn't, the, didn't they get like a, a bulldozer or something like that? That and, was Dick Miller had that. 
uh, bulldozer, and that's how they eventually got hold of it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Bulldozer. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> when it just went wild. Oh, yeah. They like, they're watching Seven Dwarfs, and they love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like the second one. I like the second oh, one a yeah, lot too. Absolutely. Not as good as the first one, but yeah. still very, very was, good. Was that also a Christmas? I don't think so. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was. Uh, with the Futtermans coming to uh, Billy's house, remember they came into I, town. I remember presents. because of that. So yeah, it might have been. Maybe. Yeah. It definitely wasn't as in your face as small town yeah, Christmas we'll, tree everywhere. We'll and, save it for next yeah. Christmas. Maybe we go. Yeah. Non-traditional. Non-traditional. Yeah. <laughs> so non-traditional far sequel pod. Movies that take place in yeah. December. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whose whose call was that? Uh, that was me. That was Dave. Now, oh, no, no, that was me. Now it's on Dave. What you got? All right, all right. Let's do eyes wide shut. Okay. <laughs> Another one uh, most people won't think of as Christmas. But. Yeah. See, and I haven't seen this one, but so I'm excited to hear you guys talk about yeah, it. And right. I I ask that you please give the, away the ending. The kind of. Uh, the shooting and the making of it is probably even more interesting than a lot of the uh, the stuff in the movie. Did he so die the movie is very before weird. this got finished? Uh, three weeks before this movie came out, Who's that? Stanley Kubrick died. Oh, really? Stanley Kubrick died probably after seven hundred days of filming. It was a lot. It was, it was all, four it was, years. Uh, I think. No, no, no. It was it was like uh, a year and a half oh, straight it? filming, which is insane. I didn't but, know it was straight film. I thought they dragged it out a lot. No, longer. and remember, uh, Tom Cruise was Tom Cruise. Freaking, he's like. I can't book anything else. He's you like, just give have me to an give ending. me a date. Tell me. Yeah. I don't care when it is. Just and tell me. Yeah. But that was what the the agreement was, that him and Nicole Kidman were going to come on it, and it was going to be open-ended. You will be a part of this movie in principal photography until Stanley agrees to stop filming. That's and if so you know anything crazy. about Stanley Kubrick, Ugh. he takes 80 takes. Yeah. This, per this, shot. There's yeah. the scene 700 where, shots. you know the scene at it's the insane. end, uh, I won't jump forward to anything storyline, but uh, the scene at the end where it's Tom Cruise and Sidney Pollack around the billiard table, uh-huh. two and a half weeks, 90 takes. Which is, and, which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. It was, and, it was a, but should people, it take one day? The problem with it is, or the great thing about it is, is everyone knows on that set, and I can't remember the last time we've had a director like this, that everyone knows that there is a genius behind the camera yeah. there, and he's an artist, and he will... He's looking for something specific, and if you don't give it to him, he is going to drag it out, and you are going to give it to him eventually. No and matter he was how long also he he's one of the he's the type of director that actually really involves himself in the cinematography. He's of it too. He's a so former a lot of people, photographer for Life magazine. Yeah, That's why, a lot of people you know? they they just get a really competent cinematographer and say, "I trust you." Here's how I want the film to look. Yeah. Make my film look like this. There's different directors, you know. There's and he is definitely one. He'll light in the stuff minority. with candles like that. I remember this the Barry Lydon at one of Barry the Lydon, scenes. Or Barry Lydon, Glory, the way he uh, he went out and got a hundred millimeter film stock. Well, we'll definitely talk. We'll have a Stanley uh, Cooper pot yeah. at one point. He's, he's one of my favorite directors. He's one of, of my times. favorites too. Just because this every, movie, everything he does is great. Every movie has a feel. Every every one of his movie has a feel. Yeah. Sometimes they vary. From, but the film itself will have a feel, yeah. warmth mm-hmm. to it. I, I thought Tom Cruise was awesome. It was this. very Nicole good. Kidman was awesome. If you talk to my wife, she thinks I'm obsessed with Nicole Kidman because I talk about her a lot. Destroyer. Wait until that comes out. But uh, uh, yeah, she was, was great. Good. Stanley Kubrick, opening shot of the movie is Nicole Kidman's ass. Yeah, just <laughs> literally the opening shot of uh, the entire movie. And uh, when this movie was being uh, touted out, no one knew what it was about. <laughs> yeah. Pe- people had to speculate. They were like, is it is it Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman doing these weird three-way uh, kind of swapping parties Swingers, or something shit. like that? So you didn't know what it was about until it yeah, came out. So I'll tell and, you. But then when it came out, it was so confusing that 
for a lot of people that they still didn't know what it was about. Really, what I've <laughs> what I've basically heard that it's about because I've never seen yeah. any of it. Um, I've basically heard that it's like about secret societies, yeah. and like that there's some orgies and stuff that yeah. go on. But well, like, that secret society is completely based on sex and, oh, okay. and like sex parties. That but it's supposed throwing. to be like anonymous, anonymous, right? And, and someone and the we girl that the, died of heroin overdose yeah. was, I, I think. But then they had someone got killed. Yeah, mm-hmm. because of because of something Tom Cruise did. Did Tom uh-huh. Cruise ran into his buddy who was a piano player at an, a party at the very opening yeah. of the movie. And well, the pian- and, and before that, you, we should mention that okay. uh, their Tom, marriage Tom was Cruise, kind of on the rocks. Yeah, too. she they she got high on. one. They got high one night, and she revealed to him that she had sex with this naval guy. Yeah, and so you, he's constantly seeing images of her having sex with him in his head. Uh-huh. So you could tell that he is just pissed Bobby off and. He, he yeah he runs into that his opening piano party player. was shot beautifully. It had those two yep. models, kind of corral. He's a doctor. Yeah, he's a doctor. Tom Cruise is a doctor, general uh, general practice. practice. And uh, so that Rocado Montalban looking guy corners yep. Nicole Kidman on the dance floor, trying to get him to have sex with her, her to have sex mm-hmm. with him. And then Tom Cruise gets led away by these two models that want to have sex with. But then him. he's pulled like, away. Do you want to go where the rainbow ends? <laughs> yeah, but then he gets pulled away because Sidney Pollack, who's a famous, famous director, yeah. uh, who's you also would recognize from movies like he's Tootsie a good actor. And, uh, he, he's great. He's just as good as an actor as he is director. <laughs> and he's, he's got a good look. Yeah, he, he like, adds he, a lot of credibility to the role. So he ends up calling Tom Cruise into the other room because the, the girl he's with is ODing on a oh, speedball. On a speedball. And so he's got to literally, she is completely naked. Nudity, like, throughout the whole movie. I mean, uh-huh. if you have problems with nudity, then you're not going to listen to movie for you mm-hmm. Kubrick uh, makes sure he had some nudity in I mean in like the shots like when he comes in the girls it, it's almost from like bush level yeah. <laughs> you know like the camera uh, and uh, they talk her out and everything you don't realize that those two characters kind of play a role later in the film mm-hmm. but then yeah tell us about kind of what goes on with the piano player and what he tells him yeah so he runs in the piano player and, and at this I, I guess they yeah. had gone to med school together mm-hmm. and <clears throat> they lost touch the other guy never ended up graduating, went on to play piano, and then he was telling him about this weird parties. He makes good money because he goes and plays piano at these weird parties where they blindfold him mm. and drive him but to not, where... Don't uh, tell him where he's yeah. going. But the blindfold him. sometimes isn't as tight yeah. as it used to be, so he, he could see kind of what <clears throat> is happening. The crazy yeah. shit that happens at these parties. Right. And Tom Cruise, as you could tell, he's like he's kind of... I think he wants to get back at Nicole Kidman a little bit, mm-hmm. but he also wants to kind of shake see, up the routine of his yeah, life and see what this is. It seems weird enough. So they have that weird, uncomfortable scene where he goes to buy. Oh the, yeah, uh, that was a weird guy scene, from man. Snatch. The guy from Snatch sells him the weird mask and the cape because you had to show up dressed in a certain way and, and, he, and a code and a password. But he shows up to right. get this, and you, and the the guy's like Russian, and then he's almost like pimping out his. Like twelve year old daughter, yeah. it was very strange. It was a weird, scene. and it was uncomfortable later when he came yeah. back to return the thing too. It yeah, had a really uncomfortable. Like the daughter was made up like a geisha and having sex with a couple of like Asian businessmen yeah, in yeah, the closet or something. <laughs> well, anyways, his big mistake. Anyways. His big mistake. He, so he shows up at this big party, huge mansion. I don't know who donated the mansion for this movie, but Ooh, man. massive like, mansion. Like <laughs> everyone's already wearing masks. Like Harvey Weinstein money. Yeah. His big mistake was he took a taxi there. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so he went inside. He knew the password. He gave the password. He, he got inside. It. And basically, what's <laughs> happening is it's 
in the in the big room, it's a couple guys. Everyone's wearing masks, but there's a couple guys in like red and black coats, and there's like a row of women who are doing this weird, completely naked women. Hmm. Uh, well, no, they have like, they have robes, they, have, like, they drop the they robes have G strings and... on, and that's it. Okay, uh, and then and, they all make out. <laughs> and then, no, at that point, they're in a circle and they're that's doing true. this weird ceremonial thing where they. They touch the person on their right shoulder and then lean over and kind of kiss each other. But they're wearing masks also, mm-hmm. so they're just kissing their fake lips. <laughs> I'm together. just waiting for right. the Kali uh, guy to come up. Kali yeah, yeah. It, it was a weird <laughs> ceremony thing. And then he goes into another room and there are people who are straight up having sex on the table. And then people are just sitting and it watching. It was like a steady cam. It, it was like what you would think kind of a weird... I mean, it was kind of a super... cross between an orgy and a weird ritualistic kind of Satanistic thing without Satan involved. Yeah. yeah. Though, but you weren't really sure what these people. But uh-huh. it, you, you realized shortly on, and it was it was confirmed later that the biggest, most powerful people in the entire state or surrounding states are there. They're right. judges, they're lawyers, they're politicians, even Sidney Pollack. He says, you wouldn't want me to tell you the names that were in that room. Mm-hmm. And then why don't you tell me how, how well, what happens with Tom? Well, he... So the password he got was wrong. There was no password. No, there wasn't a second password. Right? It wasn't a that's, second. That's password. how they got him. So they knew. They knew he was weird knew- because the uh, the taxi driver came to the front door. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! And so they knew he was weird, and then they started watching him, and they weren't quite sure about what was going on with this guy. So but he makes contact with one of the women in there who tries to says, get him out you know you gotta get out of here you, you obviously don't belong here you gotta go yeah so, he doesn't know who she is so sh- they drag him before like the tribunal in the mansion oh fuck and everyone's and watching everybody's watching everyone him. at the whole party and then the woman is like she trades herself for well at first they remember him. they have him take his mask off yeah so now he's exposed to everyone everyone at the party oh, knows shit. what tom cruise looks like damn they, and then they tell him to take his clothes off they don't get that far where he has to. Doesn't she? Sw- she says, "I give myself, I in his place." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he leaves. He reads later the next day or something in the newspaper. He's happy he made it out. Yeah. First of all, yeah. right. The woman that saved him mm-hmm. turns up dead. Oh fuck! Yeah. So he freaks out. He goes to Sydney Pollack's house. That's where that's he has the billiard that scene, scene with the billiard where, scene where he breaks down basically everything that yeah. happened in and the movie. Sydney Pollack's like. Oh, it's just coincidental, you know. You know what she did after you left? She sucked off a bunch of dudes and got pounded for a half hour and whatever. And uh, <laughs> but no, I mean she died seriously. Yeah. And you don't know. You know, Sidney Pollack was one of the was at the party. He said yeah. he was at the party. Uh-huh. You just don't know who he was or yeah. who was the higher up. He wasn't the main guy because he kind of had a weird British voice. Yeah. Uh, but you go through it not realize knowing who was at the party, what they knew, and everything. So there was a lot kind of kept hidden. And, or if maybe Nicole Kidman was at the party. Maybe. Because when he got home after the Sidney Pollack thing, that mask uh, was on the bed next to her. She yeah. was sleeping on the bed, and the mask is sitting there. Really? And then the next, he sees it and freaks out. The next scene is he's kind of broken down and everything. And you, you get the impression that maybe their marriage will survive or maybe it won't from this but now uh, it, it was kind of a weird kind of, experience for Tom yeah. Cruise to go but then it almost it. goes back to a weird like normalcy yeah. towards the end and and this is ends. happening and this is going yeah. on and yeah. it, it was it was a fantastic movie but what really made it for me was how stylistic it was you know? that, it was the back. music and it was yeah. uh, the shots and the, the shots and the, the long steady and the, cams and uh, like that party at the beginning where that those lights on the mm-hmm. back wall yeah, that yeah, were completely yeah, yeah. lit up it was, it was a gorgeous movie mm. uh, and, you were, and I would hate to be a production designer for that motherfucker and like I, I said the, running around circles there was a lot of nudity in this movie but it was really done well and very stylistic even the 
fuck scenes. It, it, there was the always party. somebody in front of the camera, so you saw head and feet kind of. It, it was <laughs> like it was somebody having sex kind of behind you. Yeah. Yeah. You would just see parts of it, so you weren't seeing anything. Yeah. And the women were gorgeous. They were walking around all like in a dreamlike state, and they're mm. uh, uh, and so it was really kind of tastefully done as something like this could have been done. If you're a fan could of good done. looking naked people, I recommend Yeah, that. but this could have been done <laughs> this could have been done raunchy. And it wasn't and I it wasn't. And it didn't feel raunchy it didn't feel when raunchy. you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. You think Christmas. <laughs> you you think great Stanley Cooper yeah. shots. <laughs> the, the uh the daughter went on to be someone famous. She went on what to daughter? be daughter? Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise's daughter in the movie. Oh, redhead girl. I don't even remember she was her. in Patriots Game. I think she was the oh, daughter yeah, maybe. from Patriots Game. No, that's the girl from American Beauty. You think that's that girl? Mm. I think that's the girl from American Beauty that lived that liked the guy with the floating bag. No, that's who that is. That's who the Patriots Game girl or, was. Or maybe I'm thinking of yeah. the other Jack Ryan one. Well, you know the girl in uh, Eyes Wide Shut that he uh, that was nice to him. That the prostitute that was uh, going to have sex with him that she didn't he didn't have sex with her. Remember, he went and showed back up at her apartment later on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That girl was Vanessa Shaw. That's the girl from Ladybugs. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Huh. She was the only one didn't get naked in the movie. She was great in, uh, what was that? Eyes, uh, no, The Hills Have Eyes, the remake. Really good. Was that yours? All right. Okay. Are you going to pick okay, this thing, or well, should I pull the trigger on this? Oh, you go right, right ahead. Sorry, we, we went dark there for a second. No, we didn't. I cut that silence out. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even know. Yeah. Justin's going crazy. Just leave the silence I'm still trying to find out who this little girl is. Uh, I didn't know she was someone famous. But if you're going to pick this sucker... Do it up, man. It's you want fine me to pick me. That? Yeah, do it. No, I can't pick that as my favorite. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I'll then right. save it. I'll pick I'm going to pick In Bruges. All right. I loved In Bruges. This was a movie that I rewatched recently, and I forgot how much I loved it. Uh, this is Martin McDowell, uh, McDonnell, yeah, McDonnell, uh, and the same guy who did Seven Psychopaths and loves Colin Farrell. Uh, I've shown this movie to a lot of different people, and it's it's very Christmassy too. It has some people don't like Colin Farrell. I, I oh, don't I exactly understand why. No, I don't get it. I like he's him. awesome, man. Yeah, I, I he's really good in everything he's in. I really liked him and uh, Jeremy Renner in SWAT. And Samuel L. Uh, Jackson. He was great in the recruit. Was great. Cool J. In the recruit, but he was also really Minority good Report. Minority Report. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Loved him in Spielberg that. Spielberg movie. Yeah, I lo- loved him. My favorite thing he's ever done is in Bruges. Yeah. I think he was so funny in this movie. So what happens in this movie? It was definitely a dark comedy. It was a dark comedy. Yeah, was, see, I didn't... Yeah, I, dark Christmas comedy. But it was yeah. one of uh, Ray Fiennes' oh, so best good. roles. And ever. same with Brandon Gleeson. So yeah. basically, you've got those three uh, guys, and you've got Jordan, uh, the guy who played the uh, the little person in this, who was he's really Great. He's the guy from Game of Thrones, right? Uh, no, that's Peter Dinklage. Uh, this and was uh, that, every little person right now is really mad at me. He's like, <laughs> confusing <laughs> us. This was the guy from um, from Howard Death the, of Howard the Duck. No, no, that was Peter Dinklage. The, he played Peter Howard. Dinklage. This guy, the only thing I know, this guy His from name me. was Jordan Prentice. Yeah, Jordan Prentice. He he was Howard the Duck in the oh, original 1980s Duck. version, uh, but he was amazing in this movie too. So what happens is Colin Farrell is an assassin. And uh, along with Brian, along with Brandon Gleason, yeah, and his hit is the the guy who played Julius Caesar from uh, from Rome. Oh yeah, yeah Killian yeah, yeah, yeah. something. 
Yeah, he's Killian in there somewhere. Murphy? No. Uh, see his name on there. I don't see it. <laughs> but he's the he plays Caesar from uh, that Rome uh, show. He's really great. Munich? No. Yeah, guy from Munich. Guy from Munich. And he plays a priest that, that he actually has to go into the confessional to. Yeah. And you realize when he's in the confessional that Colin Farrell's there to kill the priest. He literally takes a gun out and shoots a priest in the confessional. That's which fun. which turns out that's not the most horrible thing he did that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because when he gets out of the confessional, you realize the bullet went through uh, the priest and hit went through the head of a little boy uh, saying his prayers like on his knees like behind him so the bullet goes through him shoots him and it's all fucked up obviously and he's looking he's still like standing remember he's like he's got his list of prayers pray for a little brother pray for this in his hand it couldn't have been any more sad so he's in a obviously a bad spot and what ray finds wants brandon gleason to do he says Take him to Belgium. Take him to this town called Bruges. I want him to kind of uh, experience that kind of cool. He really sells town. this town. He, he, he loved, loved this town. And, and really, the only person he, who loves this town was uh, Ray Fiennes. He mm-hmm. must have grew up there or went there as a child because he speaks about it with like tears in his eyes. Yeah, almost. and Colin Farrell thinks it's a piece of shit yeah. from the second he gets he couldn't, there. Couldn't like getting and. Uh, he he even says when he tells him that this is where they uh, Ray Fines wanted me to take you, and he says, "Did you ever hear the Bahamas?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because what the the goal is that he just kind of puts him in bruise till Ray Fines can figure out what to do uh, right. with him. But I think he always kind of had the idea yeah, that well, yeah, that philosophy. Uh, if you yeah, kill the kid, you gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah. Go. literally. You, this is, I shouldn't even be dealing with this shit. After you did it, you should have put that gun yeah. in your mouth and should have killed yourself. Right. You're yeah. really not killing yourself after right. killing a kid. So, so you realize that Brendan Gleeson's only there to kill Colin Farrell, but Brendan Gleeson's friends with him. Yeah, he's just giving him a couple of days. Yeah, you and know? So, but <laughs> Colin Farrell bitches. But Ray Fiennes wants him to have a good time. Yeah. He really and does. Brendan Gleeson yeah. has a good time. He goes mm-hmm. to all the touristy spots and everything. One of my yeah. favorite scenes is oh, with man. Colin Farrell on the bench out in front of the big tower. People are walking up, and you've got these uh, three really large American people coming up and to him and says is that the tower there he says is it open he says yeah but you don't want to go up there he's like well why is that because yeah. you're a couple elephants yeah <laughs> and they, they freak out and yeah. colin farrell runs from and zigzags long enough until the guys get so tired that they yeah. stop running. yeah <laughs> and then brendan gleason comes down and uh you hear the woman saying to colin farrell you're just the rudest man you are the rudest man yeah. and brendan gleason's like what the hell is uh was that about and he says oh they're going up in the tower he says oh you go up in the tower you may want not, not want to go up those there's a really narrow uh yeah. hallway like, fuck you yeah. <laughs> it's like what the hell is happening here yeah. uh, so it's basically the different things that Colin Farrow's kind of experiencing while he's in Bruges while he's waiting to kind of he doesn't know at first right he doesn't know and they're yeah. filming a movie there yeah, they're at filming the a movie time. there. Right. And uh, he, he is like a unbelievably... Assistant he meets a girl, right? Yeah, production he meet, assistant He meets the girl who's, who is a famous actress from the Harry Potter films. She uh, plays the French girl from the Harry Potter films. And... Uh, You've got the little guy, uh, uh, the little person played by Jordan. I can't. I remember the Jordan name, but that's all I remember. Plinkett, I I'll think. I'll just call him Jordan. Uh, Jordan. He was really funny. He, he was in the uh, production, and Colin Farrell, for some reason, was fascinated with him. He yeah. really wanted almost to meet fetish, him. Almost, almost fetishizing him or something. Yeah. He waved at him, and uh, I remember he didn't wave back at him. And remember, he's like, the little fucking shite. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he literally comes at the bar, and he that little guy is making, uh, uh, making out with a girl at the bar, and Colin Farrell starts poking 
poking him in the head and he looks up at him. He says, why did you wave at me today? He's, oh man, I'm sorry. I was on some really strong horse tranquilizer. So I wasn't kind of myself. <laughs> day. He, he's like, man, you're weird. He's like, you want to go do some coke? Yeah. And, and so he literally <laughs> invites him, the prostitute, Brendan Gleeson to like this. They have their own kind of like Christmas party where they're uh, taking uh, coke and everything. And he starts talking he has this great conversation with the little person about uh what if the uh what if there was a race riot against the little people <laughs> and blacks uh and uh, the irish and which side would he be on and everything mm-hmm. and he's he's like what the hell are you even talking about yeah. he ends up like uh, getting in a fight with him yeah and everything but uh it was super funny man the the comic the comedy was really kind of off kilter mm-hmm. uh, in this movie the ending you remember was... this movie really oh well? yeah i mean the ending um, was Oh, yeah, Such that's a great. I mean, you can ruin yeah. the Such ending. A great ending. I think we should talk about that. Yeah, I think well, Ray so Fiennes comes in the town. Yeah, and then at this be, point, it's like, well, because he's supposed to be dead already. Yeah, Brandon well, was going to kill him, but he, he saw had, Cullen was almost going to kill himself, yeah. and then he kind of stopped him from killing himself. Which yeah. I don't know why I just didn't let him do it. If that was well, because gonna he be wasn't going to kill his friend, so he might as well I, kill himself. I don't know. He pulled his gun know. out, so he he was willing to kill him. Yeah, but Ray Fiennes came in to do it and everything. And there's that great scene where on the tower, Brandon climbs to the top of the tower. And, he's a digger. And, yeah, because he knows he's up top with uh, – he's almost to the top of the tower Ray finds and Ray finds shoots Brendan Glaser in, like, the stomach. Yeah. And then takes off down to the bottom and everything. And he knows once Ray finds gets to the bottom of the tower, he's going to go and shoot Colin Farrell, who's, like, a couple – So he has to send him away. a signal. And his yeah, yeah. signal – his choice of sending him a signal – it <laughs> was to dive off. Well, remember, it was really yeah. foggy, too. It's uh, true. It was a great shot. It, it was an interesting – I always thought it was interesting because what he does is he, he jumps off the tower and kills himself. He's almost basically dead anyway because he was shot in the stomach. So he right. wanted to make a scene that would get Brendan Fraser's uh, – Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan, <laughs> I call him Farrell's uh, – uh, attention! Uh, he would have been <laughs> a little tall, little tall. Yeah. Uh, so Colin uh, would see him and come over. But I love the fact that he sprinkles the coins first, so it gets everyone down below looking up and parting. Yeah. So he wouldn't actually fall on somebody because right. that would be the horror of oh, this thing. Yeah. He would follow on some tourist down there. So Not a little kid. But I, oh, I love it. Just rewatching it, the thought process of doing that. Oh yeah. Uh, instead of just jumping off. So yeah. I appreciated that. But when he fell off, yeah, he just broke all his bones. And he was barely was enough live, barely enough live to just too. say that Ray Fiennes is there. Yeah. yeah, and they have that great kind of chases him chase scene, man. But it, this is where the movie had that crazy <laughs> twist that you didn't see coming because he he even went he even made a point of it a second time to tell Brandon Gleason uh, when they were having uh, tea together. Uh, that, you know, he shouldn't be alive. If I killed a kid, I would fucking shoot myself in the head. And that's, uh, there's no question to it. You got to stay, uh, stand by your principles and uh, live the right way. So he's shooting crazy, wildly at Colin Farrell all over the uh, kind of thing. And what you don't realize is uh, that Jordan, uh, that little person, is doing the movie production and he's dressed in, as like a little schoolboy. In uh-huh. a scene. In a scene. And earlier, Ray Fiennes had bought, bought uh, those dummy bullets, the uh, hollow points. Mm-hmm. So he shoots at Colin Farrell, and it goes through Colin Farrell, similar to how it happened with the priest, right. and shoots uh, that Jordan guy mm-hmm. in the head and blows his head off. So when Ray Fiennes walks up to him, he thinks he killed a little child. Right. <laughs> he doesn't. He stands. He doesn't hesitate. Yeah. He drops to his knees and he said, "A man's got to stand by his principles," and just shoots Boom. himself in the head. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. crazy, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun and it was a comedy. I've got I, this. I've got this sorted as a comedy on, yeah. in my. And I love. And, 
I love the European experience with the architecture yeah. and the and just oh, kind of the whole vibe over there. It was all yeah, in Belgium. And it was man. all Belgian. It looked gorgeous. It Colin, Colin uh, Farrell was crazy. His character, yeah. at least, because it looked like a but gorgeous But the problem is, is, think about it. He grew up in Ireland. Everything over there is old and yeah. stuff, too. So it's not like America where we're, we go over there and see, like, I was in Austria and it was like, yes, this church was built in 16-something. I was like, we were we were living in teepees and yeah. stuff. Like yeah. It was fabulous, and this director was really good. Went on to do an amazing uh, that Seven Psychopaths, and he yeah, that was another movie, one too. But he uses a lot of those amazing. same guys too, so it's uh, it was a really great. Uh, I think he's the same guy that did that uh, Three Billboards, wasn't he? Oh, was he? Yeah, I, I think liked so. that one. Yeah, that's why he got Sam Rockwell because Sam Rockwell was in Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, we got to talk about Seven Psychopaths sometime. I have to rewatch yeah. it. Yeah, no, me yeah. too. And then uh, we can I talk about it, it for I sure. It. It's great. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Here's your list there, man. Oh, I don't oh, think you, I need oh, it. I, know. I don't think I need it. It's shitting time, dude. All you ready? Right. <laughs> so, coming in at number one on the non-traditional Christmas list. <laughs> Is it number one? Number no. one from Number one for me. No, we're not doing it one. that way. <laughs> 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 don't get the number. Uh, out of order. <laughs> two, uh, 2005, Kiss Kiss, Bang Bang. All right. Now, <laughs> let, let Enjoy me, yourself. Now, let me stress beforehand that when I was putting this list together, uh, I had heard a lot of great things about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and on a lot of the, the list of people's favorite kind of uh, Christmas movies that didn't directly involve Christmas. This was on there. Mm. And arguably, there's very little Christmas in the movie. There is one little party, and that's about it. You'll see some lights lit up in the background here and there. Yeah. The girls dressed up in the... Yeah, in that, yeah, little, in that party. Elf, yeah. yeah, which was interesting. But uh, so I had always... I knew it was available on like HBO dot com or something so i and i have hbo so i decided me and dave were gonna watch it on wednesday uh not ha- having seen it before so we uh and i know justin had seen it and he had mentioned a couple oh, I of own it. movies and uh he owns and it's shane black in case he wants to watch it. <laughs> it's shane black it's shane black's directorial debut oh, really? i didn't it, know that uh it's the first movie it, ever directed it, and it's probably how he got see, the I, iron man you know job what? because of uh, i have and, good taste uh, listen it's a script problem yeah well he wrote simple. it he wrote it too yeah. And, and this is the same like, guy who wrote no, Kilmer was good well this is the same guy who wrote all the lethal weapons last boy scout a lot of those 80s action movies and everything he was in predator he's he did that new predator movie was great i liked iron man 3 so in a lot of yeah. ways i should have liked this and, and then he had a stroke but uh <laughs> <laughs> but and now he's recovered <laughs> the script was abysmal to me nothing added up Every there were plot holes like that you would not believe how many plot holes there were in this movie. We huh. kept going back and forth well, saying, "Oh my god, I was like, dude!" Yeah, wh- what happened? Who is this? Why are we? Where is he going? What? Is it, what's going on right now? I mean, like, yeah. And constantly wondering, is this going to get good? And like you said, the one saving grace for this movie was Val Kilmer. I think this was the worst thing I've ever seen uh, Robert Downey Jr. do. It's the worst character I've ever seen written for him, for sure. Now, but if you were to take Val Kilmer out and put uh, Robert Downey Jr. in his role, he would have fucking killed it. Oh, yeah. He would have killed it because that role should have been for Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. Not that Val Kilmer could have done... I don't know who I would have put in the Robert Downey Jr. job. because John Cusack. It had to be... It it really needed to be a sad sack kind of nothing goes Steve right. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now that, I would buy. Yeah. I would buy it as Steve Buscemi. I, literally, 50% of what's problem with this movie is I think it's completely miscast. 
uh, he's completely miscast and the character wasn't written uh, terribly well at all anyways. I And I thought it was interesting the way it started, you know, how he uh, kind of accidentally ran into the audition yeah. and everything. I thought that and was everything. The, and I was like, oh, this oh, is great. Like, this, this is how he gets to Hollywood. Yeah. But literally the next scene is it. where the whole movie kind of just diverted like, and fell apart. <laughs> and we were like, has there been a time jump or what yeah. is happening is here? Is Val really a detective? Is it yeah. teach detectives? <laughs> and he's, he's just <laughs> randomly killing people now. And <laughs> is that girl her sister or does this yeah. girl come back and who's this girl who's the girl in the trial it was convoluted as fuck <coughs> uh, uh, we could continue this I want to hear what you liked about it well so no I you know that's the <laughs> all thing all the stuff is, you said <laughs> yeah uh, you making me want to watch it yeah, right no, now man. yeah no like I mean that's the thing is all the stuff you <laughs> I guys like getting hated, lost yeah all the stuff you, you liked guys that hated. it was convoluted no I, I well I liked the fact that it was a detective story that was not overly complicated you know what I mean and like, I don't you didn't know. think it was overly complicated. I thought it was really complicated. I thought it was very complicated. Well, no, I mean, I think it was complicated, but I don't think it was like, you know... Well, you no, it was resolved, single... but it's their setups were horribly done. It was like they were trying to skip the setups and let the audience figure it out, which mm. I can I can get when it's interesting enough uh-huh. to be able to do that. Yeah. But I thought they were s- some severe s- stuff that was happening. Like She wasn't it, really disappointed her sister. What, with the girl, yeah. <laughs> she's not upset. She is upset. She knows Val Kilmer. She acts like she doesn't know Val Kilmer. She it's, made up uh, this she acts like actor that was her husband. Dad to the point the where, like, up. did she grow up with Val Kilmer because she's so upset about, uh, about what's happening to him? I uh, thought at one point they were in on it together because they were acting different than they did the scene before yeah. i was like wait he's in on it like i kept waiting i kept thinking there was things i it was so well developed movie that it was fooling me yeah and i was waiting for them to tell me and it, right and it, but it never but it happened. never did it just, there was never in fact good. in fact it was so bad they probably said at the end all right we gotta have robert downey jr and val kimmer come back on uh-huh. to do some weird thing at the end just to confuse everybody it's it's like the movie could have ended three times uh, before they picked it up, that. and yeah, and it was weird. Like they only did that a couple times in the movie too. Those weird kind of let's throw all the characters in the one scene and everything. Mm-hmm. His narration was bad. Uh, it it was a bad movie. Man. <laughs> it, it, was, it was it was not good. And I I love. But just, it's cool simply, that you like. I love ninety five percent. I love ninety five percent of movies, man. Because there's always something great I can find about movies. I'm the guy. Val Kilmer was good. Corbin Burnson. Yeah. Mean, no. Truth be told, that movie. I, he didn't even need to be in the movie. I mean, the whole plot of why. I have I have on my many many movie lists on here somewhere. I have literally a Val Kilmer list of movies that I want to talk about of his, and that's one he of them. He was good. He was good. He was really good. I, I have I no problem him. with Val Kilmer no. in this movie, but like I said, I think it would have. He had a dick gun. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the 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 girl. Yeah, um, she's from. I liked uh, her too. Um, uh, I didn't like what they did with her character. Michelle it was confusing Monaghan, as Monaghan. shit. It was confusing as hell. Uh, what was going on with her? There was no consistency with who she was or how she felt. Or who she was involved with, which just did not add to the cohesiveness of the movie for me. I, I did, think now I did think that crazy party they went to where they had the yeah the dressing up the people in the glass cubes yeah, yeah that was yeah. interesting that was I, very eyes I was if eyes wide shut was dirty that would have would have been <laughs> I think there's a good movie in there someplace if there was if it went through probably four or five had, rewrites and it was uh, in Robert Downey Jr. Wasn't if they had the underlying like whole crime evaluating if that was a better 
scenario that would have been better even if it was told if it was told from if it wasn't robert downey jr and it was told specifically from val kilmer's point of view i think it would have been really good Hmm. kiss kiss bang bang yeah maria did you see that movie kiss kiss bang bang did you like it Nope. All right. Three against one. (laughs) You're up. Sit down. (laughs) All right, Justin, you got to give up your seat. (laughs) All right, Dave, you got one of the top two there. I got one of the top two. Uh, I can only see. Oh, uh, let's do Lethal Weapon. All right. I get the big dog. Yeah. (laughs) Lethal Weapon, very Christmas, man. Yeah. From the get-go. When you have Christmas movie uh, mu- or Christmas music as part of your kind of uh, soundtrack, that right there would tell you you're in kind of a major Christmas movie. And that opening, what was it, uh, Jingle Bell Rock? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is that when she took a digger one of the, the Yeah, one of the best crane shots ever, man. When it yeah. starts super wide away and it goes mm-hmm. all the way down into to the her, room. To, into the room where she is like on the uh, bed, half yeah. naked. Don't do, don't do large amounts of cocaine and then... On the 30th Dan- floor. On the 30th floor, then dance around on top of the balcony. Small amounts are okay. Just well, they, not large amounts. Uh, well, they, this, was, <laughs> this was spiked, I though. I choose remember? my words carefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, this was spiked cocaine. This wasn't normal cocaine that they gave her. They gave her something uh, as part of that to make her go up there and not realize where the hell she was. Uh-huh. Uh, and jump off, obviously. Because this was one of those... That's don't start PCP. many movies, man. I remember when this movie came out and everyone was like, oh, this is movie's next level, man. Yeah. A lot of it's because, I mean, you don't get many movies where you just start off and the, the character that you don't know if she's a major I mean, character in the, the movie, she just takes a digger off the Iconic buddy cop movie. Richard Donner. Richard Donner is a great director who had already yeah. done Superman and he is famous for Goonies. But this was written by Shane Black, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So great he, script. So he great did script. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and... Uh, Lethal weapon. Yeah, he did. which makes you wonder what the what hell the happened. Hell? Yeah, <laughs> you got some of that spiked cocaine. <laughs> you were trying to spin that in your camp, man. I yeah. had to drop that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so famous. Let's talk some favorite lethal weapon, man. Because we've talked about this movie before. Everyone's seen Lethal Weapon. What's some See, of your favorite stuff? I shoot him in the leg. Now we <laughs> question him. <laughs> so you just, was it like the relationship between Murtaugh? I just Murtaugh? liked the relationship between him and Murtaugh. They really did go like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Man. Oh, they yeah. They were awesome. Yeah. He was the jam and his jelly roll. That's, yeah. that's a line from number three. But that's funny. That <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, uh, the part where they're first introduced... You know where? Oh, he's, and he's like gun, gun. Like, yeah. and then, like, he's just looking around. Yeah, he's like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, um, or uh, let's see. I can't remember if it's one or two where they drive the car through the house, and it's like it's the end of number. It's the end. So of, like nobody's here num- but us. Bad one. Guys. Yeah, that's yeah. That's number I one. like that. Yeah, I like that's that. Yeah, Christmas that whole thing. that whole um, was and, it and, the fight out in the yard. Yeah, and yeah. That, leading into yeah. that, I mean, I love the whole the idea of the black ops. You know, yeah, that, the tattoo, yeah, Gary the tattoo, Busey and Gary Busey playing a badass. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, man. But the idea that like a former Vietnam kind of uh, black op group has kind of come together after the war yeah. to do shady shit. And the shady shit that they're doing in here is they're bringing high qualities of uh, heroin in. Uh, and one of the guys involved is Murtaugh's old war buddy, right. war friend, played by, by the great uh, Tommy Atkins, who's a famous... Uh, was for a lot in? of John Carpenter movies, uh, he was in Escape from New York, That's and true. he was the main guy in uh, Halloween 3. Yeah. Uh, Tom Atkins has been a lot of shit. Uh, I love Tom Atkins. And beautifully played by him, came in, just played that character where he had to kind of break down the Murtaugh, what was going on. But Mel Gibson did a really good job of 
uh, playing on the edge. Oh, this changed his suicidal. career. This changed his career. But he oh, was yeah. just famous for uh, <laughs> but uh, Australian But he was funny, films. too. He's like, so you really like my wife's cooking? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that look he gave yeah. was great. But he was crazy. I mean... Uh, some of those scenes, like where he's going nuts on the script. roof, where he's yeah. going to jump oh, off he, the roof with a he handcuffs, <laughs> handcuffs that guy, guy to him, and oh, yeah. you wanted him down, he's down. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but Lethal Weapon really changed action movies, and that has a lot to do. That's why I'll never completely shit on Shane Black because that style of action film is really started with that. He well, kicked that off. And then man. it followed into Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and no. it was just really, really good the way he transitioned into that. I you know, I really admire his work for doing that. <laughs> I don't know He's if he's a lot of writer. I don't know if a... transitioned into is the thing you can they can't go from lead the weapon to <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we had Flay Mignon and then we had Skittles for dessert. It's like it's like eat this steak em. <laughs> <laughs> kiss kiss game bang is totally the steak of, of, of the meat Shane Black of Shane Black's meat movies <laughs> where T-Bone steak was lethal weapon 2 oh, I just like how the backstory of Murtaugh being too old for this shit no I'm not Murtaugh Riggs, <laughs> Riggs being such a badass like he could shoot someone at a thousand yards yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and that Randy. fight scene He'd had some good scenes. Yeah, even like, like yeah. the, you the kidnapping the of his the kidnapping of his daughter, and then getting her in the desert, and then uh, getting electrocuted by the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, dude, that was great. And then putting his legs around his neck, breaking his neck. Oh, God, yeah. such iconic stuff with we it. He really that. was. We used that shot. He, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, uh, that was yeah. I, I don't know. That was like a that scene in itself was just so. Unlike anything I'd seen in a movie mm-hmm. to that point, even with like some of the stuff we no, talked about it, on the Kung Fu oh, pod, yeah. you know, it, it really changed mainstream action films. There was yeah. a lot of action films that were doing that type of stuff, but not mainstream. Not yeah. that your your grandmother had seen Lethal Weapon and thought it was great, right? Yeah, and everybody loved this movie. Everyone loved out. it. And everyone yeah. loved everybody number and two, a, yeah. and a lot of people loved number two even more because of the adding of uh, Joe Pesci and the <laughs> they upped the comedy a little bit, but not <laughs> okay, too much. Okay, 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 okay. They the and the sound. Phones. At the drive-thru. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really funny, man. Uh, but yeah, this changed everyone's career. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> brought uh, it brought a light on, uh, what's his name's career? Uh, Danny Glover. I mean, mm-hmm. Danny Glover was not the known for action roles no? and then got cast in Predator 2, a straight-up action role for was him. Was that a Shane yeah. Black movie? Uh, I don't think he did number two. He uh, uh, he didn't write the original one either. I know he, he didn't he do the first one. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he might have wrote number two. You have to look up his writing credits because he 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 is very well known for a lot of his writing credits. He's well known in Hollywood for a lot of his stuff. I think he's hit or miss on his directing stuff, and he's hit and miss on a couple of his writing stuff. But he certainly gets major props for the '80s, and I love the new Predator. Did you see the new Predator? Yeah, I didn't. Uh-uh. Yeah, you should see it. It's, I, I think it's I available want to. now. It's really good. Oh, do you think it's on? Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Redbox. Sure. Uh, I think it is. <laughs> or maybe it's like just a week <laughs> away or something. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> fucked up so bad on the Redbox. I thought I returned a movie, and I didn't. Ooh. And it had been like three fucking weeks. And I called them yesterday, and I'm like. Hey, listen. So, is it going to be cheaper for me to return this, or for me just to go ahead? I and think keep you it? just own it automatically. I thought you owned it after thirty thirty one bucks. Yeah. I'm now the proud owner of Hotel Artemis. Oh, I love it. Well, at least yeah. it's Hotel Artemis. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, that is yeah. A good <laughs> 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 
Uh, <laughs> fuck you. $31. <laughs> oh, Is it like, you like it $31 like it? <laughs> I do love that movie. It's one of the best I've seen. Oh, movie. yeah, no, it was great. Oh. I mean, uh, it's I think not a bad we, one to have done that maybe with. Maybe we at New Year's, we should do a year... Uh, uh, the movies of this last of 2018. Ooh, that'd be good. That uh, made an impact because there's a bunch of them out there. Heck and yeah. Everything. And there's still a couple that we need to see. Like I the, have to see much. Well, Dick comes out on Christmas. I think we yeah. should see it. I have a gift card uh, to Regal Cinemas. We can go, uh, two of us out of the three can go on an <laughs> excursion. <laughs> Someone's going to chip in. <laughs> uh, you want popcorn? Shit, it's just me now. <laughs> All right, yeah. So Leave the Weapon, great movie, great Christmas movie. Uh Christmas is all over that flick. Another movie, Christmas is all over, and there are some diehard fans out there. Yeah. Christmas flicks. See what I did there? That think diehard. <laughs> the Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's some diehard fans out there that think diehard is just as much uh, warranted a Christmas uh, as movie on as Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. It's weird how it's caught on where people are like, hashtag uh, Christmas movie. Or yeah. is it Christmas so movie? I saw the other day that it was either the director or Bruce Willis said that it is not a Christmas movie. Oh, why they ruin people? Like I, I, I say bullshit. I say it's a Christmas cool movie. It's like Bruce. It's actors, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> like you Bruce, you get shit. a residual check when they play it more yeah. Christmas. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's very Christmas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Die Hard, always a fan favorite for anybody who's a fan of action. Oh, yeah. Really. I mean, I remember when this... I remember the first Another trailer I ever saw of this. Character. Didn't see it in the theater. I was a little young uh, when it came out to see it in the theater. Certainly saw it. What on, year did it come uh, out? Like 87, uh, 88, 89. I think it was somewhere like around there. I bet you I saw this in the theater. Uh, I I was too young to see it. I, and we were going to the Christian school. 88. Too. 88. Yeah. 89. 88. I was, start, like, I was in a Christian school. I was too... Was it our second year there? I think we saw it on... That VHS I got from Matt Ferrara okay. that had that okay. in Lethal Weapon You're probably and, right. and Robocop. But I think I saw number two in the theater. Number two probably in the theater, yeah. That I believe. But uh, because this was... The two was the I air, remember airplane, how risque right? this was because this had so many F-words in it. I yeah. remember our parents. This was one of the ones they forgave. They, they didn't give a shit. It was that good of a movie. Oh, yeah. Which uh, was a lot for our parents. Yeah. Because they were still going church at this time, and, yeah. and two f bombs after the second f bomb. That was it, huh? Like, and it was probably make you, it was probably eighty in this. Didn't movie. you watch oh, yeah. Pulp Fiction with him later on in life? But I bet oh, you that was no, Dad, I watched uh, Reservoir Dogs, and he, he turned flipped it off out. Like he had to turn off. It was too many. Too oh many wow! For him. I was like, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I remember being in my cousin's bedroom while he was while we were just hanging out together and the trailer was on his like little TV and he was like if you've seen the trailer of this movie I need to see this movie uh-huh. it's called Die Hard it stars the guy from Moonlighting yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit yeah. <laughs> that's how we're describing Bruce Willis at yeah. this point he's like, <laughs> he, he still looks like the guy from Moonlighting yeah, oh, yeah. well completely shaved yeah he kind of looks a little bit more defeated, which helps with his roles now. Yeah. He's just got that sullen kind of glass look. Can't wait for had. glass, dude. It's only like four, three, four weeks away. Oh, my God. That's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. You Doesn't have to see Split. You have to see Split before there. I'll yeah. have to make sure I buy it, and you can watch it one okay. Wednesday. When is Captain Marvel coming out? Uh, that's like March. Oh, is it? I oh, that's right. It's March 8th because yeah. it's the day before see my birthday. Uh, yes. Good, yeah. See the, uh, the Avengers one, too? I did. Yeah, it looks yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll tell you, I, I learned that it. Captain Marvel thing. Just before you go to that, yeah, the uh, you have the end of the trailer. You get to see uh, Samuel Jackson playing with that cat. Yeah, I I thought, wouldn't it be awesome if that's how he lost his eye? <laughs> if just fucking cat randomly that cat him. scratches his oh eye out and they God. work that into the movie. Yeah, that'd be fucked oh, up. That'd be hilarious, motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> 
Um, so no, I learned a random fact the other day. Um, about Die Hard? Yeah, about yeah. Die Hard. So, uh, that has to do with Shane Black. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so. Never mind. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so the part where, uh, what is it, Gruber? Um, Hans, Hans, Hans yeah, where him and John McClane or Bruce Willis, you know, interact, and yeah. he thinks that were you, you speaking know, like an American accent, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, you're one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you wonder, like, well, I there's a there's a plot hole there of like, how did he know that Hans Gruber was a bad guy? So I read the other day that there's actually a deleted scene where they were downstairs and they all synchronized their watches. Hmm. And he caught a glimpse of them or something. Well, so each bad guy oh, that he kills, he notices that they have these the watches. Similar, similar watches. And he right. saw that watch. Yeah, because it's all the exact same like tag hewer well, watch. I wonder why they cut that out. Tag hewer didn't pay up on their well, uh, no, product there was, placement. There was a scene there was a scene where they were supposed to escape in an ambulance, but it ended up not making sense to the movie mm. because, like, they're, you know, for some reason or another. So they deleted the ambulance escape, so they deleted the synchronization and took that out of the movie, but they all still had the same watches on. And that's how he knew that he wasn't, you know, a regular person because he had I the same I thought it was watch. just plain old good detective. Right, right? yeah, I did too. I did Spidey too. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, oh, shit, well, that makes a lot of sense then, you know. What's your favorite? What's your, some of your favorite stuff in Darren? Um, when you think I like some hard. weird. I mean, that scene is my favorite scene, but I also like for some reason I like the the they, so they this German mercenary crew hires this random black guy to run yeah. IT. Yeah, for right. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, he's hilarious. He's like the only straight up American in the group. It, it, yeah. yeah, he yeah. was like, didn't he say it was a wasn't he saying in the night before Christmas? Yeah, when he was... Well, he's uh, like, and there's two assholes coming yeah, to the yeah. front door. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ruse that him and that guy did to get in there when yeah, they were yeah, talking yeah. about the Lakers game mm-hmm. the night before and then yeah. just like kicks But I, for some reason, I like that character yeah. a lot. I love the shady guy. Booby. Oh. <laughs> you know me. You know me. Hans. Bobby. Booby. Booby. <laughs> he's a guy that's just that willing to sell out anybody to get ahead but and everything. But you could see it, it on his on face. Him. He knew he was fucked. Oh, God, man. And... uh God, it was so much. I love uh, the Family Matters guy. I love Al. Yeah. Uh, Reginald Bell Johnson. Reginald Bell Johnson. Yeah. He got typecast for a long time. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit on Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> Yellow number die number six. Everything a growing boy yeah. made. Like, Don't feed your, you know those, uh, your unborn child mother oh, a Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> the Funko Pops have uh, diehard pops out there. And, uh, you know, those little figurines oh, yeah, with yeah, the big yeah. heads. Oh, and really? Guys that yeah. And uh, they have random ones. They, the one with uh, Reginald Val Johnson has him with a handful of Twinkies. Does he? But that's they, they have one for the dead guy that they send down in the elevator that says ho, ho, ho on his chest. Now oh, I have yeah, a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. Oh, wow. So they, they literally have a, dead dead, pop? they have a dead pop. Oh, my God. <laughs> that. That's hysterical. And they have John McClane without his shoes on with his gun by his side. It looks really good. <laughs> that scene was great. When uh, he shot out the glass and he had a Yeah, man. man. I oh, I stepped on a nail. <laughs> I stepped on a Lego once. Yeah. I, I stepped <laughs> like a motherfucker. I've cut my feet a bunch of times. I had a nail go right through my foot when I was a kid when yeah. they were building the addition uh. on our house. Yeah. And I remember they had she had to pull the nail out. It was stuck on my shoe. Oh uh, yeah, I've had that. And happen. then I was having a dinner party. One of the first few times I invited Gary and Maria and, and Jenny Crook over to the house and made dinner and I dropped the glass. Mm-hmm. And so I slipped it up hastily and kept working, and I cut bottom of my foot, Ooh. and I was rushing around trying to finish cooking, and I had bare feet on, 
it looked like I stuck my foot oh, yeah. in some in some. I remember ink that. Yeah, tracked blood oh, around my entire apartment. It looked fuck. like I killed a small child and then <laughs> tracked his blood. Come the on in, house. have some dinner. <laughs> Don't ask what it is. You <laughs> said you steak? helped me clean it. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that hurts. I have. Uh, it, it always <laughs> that scene me. brings back some of that scene. Makes well, it me bothered me wince. because I uh, I wear the only time I'm not wearing socks is if I'm in uh, like the bed and in the shower. You yeah, know? I'm the yeah. same way. I have. I mean, I, I have wear baby soft seat feet. I have no calluses on them. So yeah, right. man, My, see, the idea of walking over anything is like, oh god, I'm yeah. getting messed like, up. Like I couldn't walk out on a driveway with no, both feet. no. Whereas Maria could probably just my my girl's the same way. Go. She she's used she's to got, living in South. She was a ballerina. Florida she's got calluses. Same thing with my girl. Uh-huh. She had ballerina feet, so she uh, which are better than most ballerina feet. I have feet, I think, because most people have like really, hammer toe. Uh, is that what it is? It's called like hammer toe. Just well, from feet. jamming your yeah, jamming shoes. your feet in, in these shoes. tiny little shoes that not meant for those feet. <laughs> feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So yeah, crazy, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love all that stuff. I love the stuff. I even love the stuff with like William Atherton. Uh, you know, uh, the guy uh, uh, Pecker from uh, oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even Robert Dobby. He did a, a helicopter. Didn't he do a Pecker? Did a he was in two. Yeah, he, yeah, was, he was on the two. plane. He was on the plane in two. Yeah. yeah, but he was the one who went to her. What if house. he was the master terrorist behind all behind of it? behind the guy? Yeah. The guy behind the what guy if he, behind the yeah, guy. Yeah. What if he was like yeah. you know? What if he was like Mister Glass? He was like Mr. Glass, and he was the mastermind behind all of the diehards. You should. Well, you he was should, only in the first should, two. Some fan you should run with that this. right up, yeah. dude. He was only in the first two, so if he he was like hidden behind, the last <laughs> and then Die Hard Seventy comes out, and he's like, yeah. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> and I still don't have a dick. Yeah. Uh, but remember, he was the one that showed up at the McLean's yeah. house. Clock. Remember, and, oh, and like kind of uh, made that uh, Hispanic. Uh, this might be the last time they're going to speak to their parents. So you better let yeah, them talk yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything. He was just shaking. Yeah. Or even the guy from uh, Breakfast Club. Because you just let him die, man. That's cold. That's cold. Oh, that's Remember, right. he was opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Reginald Vell Johnson yeah, for yeah, the majority yeah. of it. He says, you just, you just got buff fucked on national TV now. <laughs> 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 I'm Special Agent lines. Johnson, and this is Special Agent Johnson. No, really, yeah. no relation. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite, Robert Davi. Uh, oh, uh, they get blown up. Uh, what did the guy, what did that black IT guy say when, when they blew up the helicopter? Didn't they blow the helicopter oh, I can't up? remember. Oh, no. Priscilla says it to the limo driver. To the, uh, says it to somebody about the two guys that got they go the agent Johnson oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, it was such a fantastic movie. And yeah, had uh, also I don't know if it opened. I don't think it opened with the uh, Christmas song, but it ended with it. It mm-hmm. had that great scene where the uh, <laughs> the guy from Money Pit uh, came down and sw- uh, swung that gun down. Oh yeah, thought he was dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Al pulled his gun for the first time since yeah. he killed that little kid. Same thing. And, uh, uh, same thing happened in Lethal Weapon. Yep. You know, yep. just that. That yeah. Shane Black might have stole that from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> now that we know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. Shane Black sucks. <laughs> like, whatever. It's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So man, that was a. That's always a good one to go to every year. I've watched. I did watch part of that this year. But do you they play that all the do time. Do you have a traditional Christmas movie you watch? I do. I do. Uh, I watch Surviving Christmas every year. I love James Gandolfini. I think uh, Catherine O'Hara won the Ben Affleck one in it. Uh, Christine Applegate's one of my favorite actresses of all time, so I love watching them just all be funny as shit together, man. How about you? You have one? Um, I know you're an Ice Harvest fan. I am an Ice Harvest fan. So, yeah, that would probably have to be 
How about you? Uh, you said traditional, traditional one? Traditional one that you yeah, watch every year? Dude, it's definitely uh, Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Over Christmas and over vacation. and over. I've already seen it like three times. <laughs> Home Alone. I'm also a big Home Alone fan, the first yeah. one. The second one, too, second because one I like too. New York. I like to see yeah. the New York stuff, but I watched that first one I just like a bit. seeing Tim Curry's face sync up to the Grinch. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love old school, too. I love... Uh, <coughs> I'm not as big as a uh, uh, a Wonderful Life fan as I am Miracle with 34th Street. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. I mm. love that. Uh, I like the that sc- one a lot. I like Scrooged, the one oh, with yeah. Henry oh, Winkler. Oh, the Henry Winkler one. That's interesting. Henry Winkler one was yeah. great. Oh, I've never seen that one. It was great. Gotta like the Bill Murray one. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> Murray yeah you gotta like Bill Murray. But the Henry Winkler one yeah. was good. I always liked the comp- We watched a lot as a kid. Like Christmas Story, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, we also, Miracle on we also grew up in the time. Street. Um, we also grew up in the time when there were seven stations. So you know, you kind of you watch what they had on, and they all play those old movies, man, yeah. all the yeah. time until we got cable. And even in cable, that's when you would see mm. that nauseum, uh, the Scrooged one. And Another good one is Elf. I don't think we've talked Elf about that. Elf has become either. a major <laughs> modern one. They're playing it on TV now, almost AMC, as much as yeah. AMC has it exclusively yeah, this year for the whole month, yeah. all month. I think Bad they play Santa. it like once a day. Yeah, bad Santa. Bad Santa. I don't yeah. play that on many things though because it's pretty raunchy. Yeah, it's good though. Uh, but yeah, I do see Elf played quite a bit. What Christmas about the story, Santa obviously. Claus? I heard the Santa uh, Claus is pretty good. Dude. I love the first I, I, one. Yeah, I like. I that love the one. first one. It's the it's the second and third one. I can't. Yeah, get yeah, around. I don't think it's I've not seen that those. Good, but yeah, there's a lot of good ones and non traditional. I'm a sucker for holiday movies. I I used to like to go to one. Uh, I, mean, I haven't done it since like Christmas with the Cranks. I think that was the last time mm. I saw uh, Krampus. No, I probably did see. Yeah, Krampus. I, we talked about last year. Yeah, Krampus is great. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched that this year. I should watch that. Uh, Nightmare Before year. Christmas. I think they got another. Uh, one Nightmare Before Christmas out. is one I always watch. Uh, but uh, yeah, the one they're playing all the time uh, that I just recently watched for the first time was that Fred Claus. The one with uh, oh, yeah, yeah. with Paul Giamatti plays Santa Claus and his brother is Vince Vaughn. And oh, he's, he's kind of like a scumbag and he has to visit the uh, <laughs> yeah. thing. He's not representing really? the family well. And yeah, <laughs> and if something happens to Giamatti, so he has to take over for him and everything. It was actually Rachel White uh, Vice was his uh, uh, girlfriend. Really? Movie. Yeah, uh, Vince Vaughn's girlfriend. Jingle uh, all the way. Jingle all the way. That was yeah. a fun one with Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, yeah. Phil. Hartman. What's the one? Phil Hartman. Yeah. yeah. The one with. Uh, Who's the guy from Boston? Uh, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. No. Dennis no, Leary. he definitely Oh, was The Ref. The, the oh, Ref. Oh, yeah. The ref. That was yeah, a Christmas yeah. movie. Oh, that's definitely. Movie. Definitely. Yeah. Had that uh, scumbag in it. But. Yeah, that's why I didn't put it on here. But The Ref was a great movie. Him and uh, Judy uh, Davis uh, uh, were probably one of the better since maybe Who's Virginia? Uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf is probably my favorite example of two couples who just argue for an entire movie opposite each other and that was kind of how it was with uh, that asshole and Judy Davis they went across each other that's why it was so fun because it was Dennis Leary constantly yeah. saying will you shut the fuck up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did I get myself into yeah, yeah. I'd rather be out there with the, uh, with the police was, <laughs> funny, man. was Amos and Andy Amos I don't and think Andrew? that was a Christmas movie. Was it a Christmas movie? No. Okay. It may have been in the winter time, but I don't think it was. Yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah. Was, <laughs> was I, I kind of forgot about that yeah, one. I own it. Oh, do you really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. I haven't great. watched it since I bought it, but <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's Christmas, man. So yeah, we might have to uh, work in one of the uh, a New Year's kind of look back. We don't even have to do it like in 2018. We could do it at the very beginning of 2019, just to look back at uh, some of our, our favorite movies. From yeah. our favorite movies from 2018, because there's just been a decent amount of movies that we could... Uh, uh, pinpoint, and I think we're uh, we got a director's pod coming up. We have a uh, part two of our martial parts, martial arts pod Hell is yeah. coming up. There's a movie out there now that I want to see. Is the I want to see the Wreck It Ralph? Really? Two? Did you see the first one? Yeah, it was fucking great. 
that's, if I had to mention that's any like movie that was in the theater, thing I've ever heard yeah. from Dave. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick out any movie yeah, that would play in the theater it. that he would want to see, that yeah. would have been really? dead last. Really? Yeah. Uh, I love that first one so much. I do, too. I, I thought it was, it was so inventive the way they did yeah. it. And this one I heard is just as... In, I, it's, it's good. It's got, hell, it's almost, I mean, it's John Goodman and... It's Sarah almost done on friggin' huh. di- nah, DVD. It's so close to coming out, yeah. I think. I don't think it's uh, uh, that far from coming out. That I want to see the, the Queen... Movie, the, qu- the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I want to see. Oh, I thought you meant the Queen of Scots one. That's, That's probably good too. Uh, I still haven't seen the Kiss of This uh, that uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. which I thought would have been uh, fantastic. So I might see that before the end. I of heard the mixed too. reviews, but I don't think certainly think- Dick. Dick is going to be great. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I hear good things about the Clint Eastwood the Mule. Where he's, oh yeah, he's oh, yeah that looks good. Drug mule too, Creed so. two was good. Creed two, yeah. yeah. But certainly Hotel Artemis came out this year. Yeah. I think Blade Runner Sicario, came out this year. Was Blade Runner was this year. Uh, Blade, uh, Sicario for sure yeah. had it. So we'll have to do a list and come up with it. But uh, that could be coming in the near future. Super Troopers 2. There you go. That could be yours. <laughs> what was the name of the band? Cracklin' Bacon. Cracklin' Bacon. Damn it, I was going to steal that. And if we, if we missed <laughs> any of these random holiday movies... Please send us an email yes. and let us know, and let us know where you're from because we like interacting with. You our can fans also send your support in for Justin on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang if you want to make an argument right. for or it. You back can email Shane Black directly. Yeah. <laughs> ShaneBlack.com. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at Dupree Podcast. We're also on Facebook, Fascinated with Films. Uh, if you're listening to us iTunes or SoundCloud, please give us a like or a comment. Show your Shane Black love. Or you can uh, text us or, or uh, email us a whole slew of uh, complaints uh, in care of Justin uh, <laughs> at gmail.com that we can get a hold of us. So we hope everyone had, or this is going to be released on the 22nd. So if Christmas hasn't happened yet, I hope you guys are enjoying your uh, your holidays. Hopefully everyone Don't fight. Uh, don't talk about politics yeah, around stay your family. Off. Politics and religion, never yeah. a good yeah. concept. And don't drink too much, but drink just enough. Just yeah. enough. Just be able to tolerate the person next to you. <laughs> and on that, see ya. See ya. Bye. You think I, motherfucker?